listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I spit that other shit. That's a nice motherfucker shit. Fed time, follow me round. Deep cover shit. Nigga, your beer money. I'm all year money. I'm poppy, you ain't got a counter, it's all their money. I never change money, cause niggas got strange money. Knocked up, marked up, fucked up in the game money. I got bell money, double XL money. You got flash now, one time will reveal money. I spit the hottest shit. You need it, I got it shit. That down South Master P about it, about it shit. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tales podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on a Saturday feedback show. Mm-hmm. And as promised, we're going to be giving away some calendars at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So you know, hopefully you guys are fast on the button and ready to ready to uh you know win some calendars. I hope everybody in chat. Um, of course, you can find this show on iTunes and Stitcher, the Blackout Tips. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and just like today, we'll read them on the feedback show. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball, and bullet ball extreme. Um, and uh, of course, you can do stuff like leave voicemails. We got a shit ton of voicemails today. I want to say nine um y'all that y'all had something to say yeah uh we do ask that you keep your voicemails under three minutes several of these went over the three minutes and one of them was like over five minutes but please try to keep it three minutes or less man so you don't hog the line so everybody can get their stuff played on the feedback show Mm -hmm. um and yeah we'll try to we'll try to go from there all right guys so uh all right let's go ahead and um get into uh the people who donated to the show by the way because you can do that at the com on the front page you can just like uh add some you know put a little something in the pot right there yes One yo time. this is dj cowlick interrupting the album again you wasted your time on this one chris Alright, so um Christine Christine P says, one time donation. Hey Rod and Karen, just wanted to put some money on y'all's books for putting out this amazing show. Y'all have brought me from the brink more times than I could count and created an awesome safe community on the Facebook group. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Yes, it does. Look you love you both and looking forward to your continued success. PS if the official critter get a title hasn't been already claimed, wink wink. Alright, you can be the official critter get other show. Um I think that other dude's gone. Yeah, so baby, it's your spot. We got a one time donation from uh Takesha. Um I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh and she says I absolutely love this show. I was introduced to your podcast through the co- through Combat Jack, who interviewed Bomani Jones. All six degrees of uh, separation. I know, right? I became a fan of Bomani Jones, who then interviewed Rod on one of his shows. After I listened to Blackout Tips, I quickly realized that you guys completely obliterated the podcast game, especially with the fucking with black people segment. This is my favorite podcast by far, with balls deep following in the second place. Oh, thank you. I would love Rod and Karen and or Justin to agree to do live shows like the Reed podcast. I would purchase several tickets, especially if it's here in Charlotte. Keep up the great work. Uh, I can't, I can't say yet, but we might actually have something big going on in Charlotte. And y'all don't, Karen doesn't even know this. Karen don't, this is something you don't even know. Okay. But, um, 
i got email about um they want to do like a charlotte podcast pod fest thing and uh they they reached out to uh to us so uh yeah if that pops off man maybe we can do a live show that way and we'll let y'all know when we get all the details and stuff so obviously yep nick z recurring donator thank you very much nick jamar d recurring donator thank you freedom may see recurring donation thank you bomani jones the aforementioned bomani jones shout out uh he shouted me out on the show uh talking about lebron james uh uh from all the way back from the morning jones that was a uh that was a throwback for real throwback monica b recurring donator thank you monica connor k recurring donator thank you connor jason j recurring donated recurring donation a lot of alliteration going um katie g recurring donator uh adam s recurring donation thank you so much latanya d recurring donator thank you very much latanya uh nerds in luxury them luxurious ass nerds recurring donator yes justin j recurring donator chrishelle m recurring donator thank you chrishelle aside uh, asia d recurring donator thank you asia candace h recurring donator good grief was it a long week last week oh our girls from the safety pin box marissa um she said we love you guys y'all are great people and thanks for supporting us before we were popping nigga we made it love marissa and leslie at safety pin box man love y'all back yes honey y'all keep making it yes for real man i could not be happier for you guys i'm, I'm, I, I'm proud every time i see somebody that says they signed up for the box and it changed their life say that they signed up for the box and they're they're more invested now it's a lot of people out there that are growing that are learning to actually be better allies yeah. and that's what it's all about that's you know it's, not, it's something that i would want to do but i'm glad that y'all are out there and also for those of you uh that are thinking about signing up for the safety pin box they also do a special podcast for people that are members of the safety pin box uh, it's like a premium membership and they have a facebook group right a, pro- a, a facebook group where people can come where if you you don't feel alone yeah they are doing a lot of of hard work over there and i am glad they're seeing the fruits of their labor uh come forth and i wish them nothing but the best in the future especially in trump's america america ladies keep working all right marvin b recurring donator uh early daisy photography recurring donator thank you Nicole f recurring donator thank you Nicole. uh mr span from the, uh, the span report recurring donator andy s recurring donator and that's everybody yes thank you everybody cool thank you where did the uh the guest uh trap music choir come from oh it's uh the same people from last week oh Um, from from georgia uh I, they sound like they from atlanta somewhere down south gotta be well we had my girl booty hole <laughs> and that was so... uh toyota corolla um which kind of sounds you like had a toyota corolla those are very i used to have one i don't yeah, have I said one I had. you had yeah i had yeah. one um but uh yeah they got a lot of good good songs on here can so oh yeah y'all y'all be safe getting on the bus we wish you nothing but the best of luck 
um we have some uh five star reviews on itunes let's read those um we got uh one from classic r&b lover who says you need rod and karen in your lives five stars i became aware of rod and karen and tbgwt when they were guests on the podcast fandoms queen sugar cast and have been following them ever since i can't tell you how much i look forward to their podcast and the joy laughter black love and information rod and karen bring after initially wondering if i could listen to multiple one to two hour casts per week i found myself anxiously awaiting each new episode i'm such a fan that i recently became a premium member and if you thought tbgwt couldn't get any better and uh, you couldn't do with more rod and karen in your lives then i know you haven't copped that premium content because too much tbgwt is never enough long live rod and karen and long live the many casts put out by tbgwt thank you thank you baby yeah man i've been i've been working so yeah like literally y'all for the past two weeks roger has recorded something several times like every day and sometimes two times and three times a day he, he's been on it y'all yeah i've been uh yeah can't just say i uh i do this and sit on my ass like for mm-hmm. sure i mean i sit on my ass obviously but i mean <laughs> yeah, i'll be working is what i'm saying it, it definitely shows and uh with this too much now i was also a guest on a, a upcoming uh comedy outliers podcast or should probably be out sunday or so mm-hmm. um you just did one with that music uh the one you talked about jay-z i don't remember oh that. yeah i did swatches and boom boxes right. last week so yep we are trying to make sure there's always something out there for you mm-hmm. <clears throat> um awesome cast by queen of the rink five stars easily one of my favorite podcasts thank you thank you baby easily one of my favorite reviews you know what i'm saying five stars short and sweet sniff this too much five stars by poo poo <laughs> by poo poo in my pants who says lol today is the day i go premium no more operating in the shadows it's time to step into the light <laughs> agent colson agents of shield thank you <laughs> i appreciate it we appreciate it we do um, all right, so we got comments on the website, theblackoutist.com. Now, some of the comments are from last week's show, but they left a comment after we did our feedback. Okay. So, uh, both of the comments are on mistrophobia, where we had this conversation about, uh, you know, is it okay to have a surprise period birthday party? And, uh, the poll was 100%, it was definitely against me. Like, I felt like, uh 24% was with me, 34% was against me, 42% was just kind of out of it. So actually, I guess in hindsight it's closer than I thought or maybe at the time or maybe people start voted again since since we checked the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's closer than I thought because it's, if you take man out of it, the people that don't give a fuck one way or the other. Ah! And you just leave it to yay and nay, you know, the nays are 34%, the yays are 24. So it's like um what would you like double that or something i don't know it's like you know like three out of every five people say i'm wrong which isn't as bad anyway um so anonymous says i like the idea of making your daughter's first period a special day but how do how you do it depends on the personality of the child i wouldn't have thrown my daughter a surprise party she ain't about that surprise life lol this is close to my heart right now because in october my nine-year-old girl got her period for the first time beating out her older sister who was 11 i was freaking out on the inside because i knew all the things involved with having a a period might be too much for a nine-year-old i tried to make it a special day for her 
went to the drugstore to her, uh for her period starter kit her favorite chocolate candy box of pads she didn't want any with wings lol and uh oh, she didn't want to fly away and a stuffed animal that is now known as period penguin i tried to give her so oh. many tips uh -huh, so many tips as possible but i told her that i would i would stop talking about it if she wanted me to and she did one of the best things is that she was a very supportive of has a very supportive and understanding father he grew up with a mom and three sisters and was married to me for 20 years he has no shame about buying maxi pads and my daughter is slowly but surely trusting him to buy her stuff yeah that that's dope man um it's sad that we have to compliment like that has to be a compliment yeah, for a man a which is like a lot of men like ew period your mama take care of that well you part of the house too nigga right and it's not like women normally do that with with boy shit you know what i mean it's, yeah women go just go buy anything it right. don't matter uh sometimes so when she feels like an outcast about it i just point out all the women on the street in her life who have periods great grandma doesn't have periods because she's 87 but Annie does your teacher right. does your dance school classmates have periods try to be very sex and body positive as parents as my mom and grandma were not i apologize for the long post rod i appreciate your open-mindedness and horrible puns karen i love your attempts at puns and your laughs, <That's, laughs> yes yeah, my, my puns are bad that's right support rise puns thank you you know what uh the puns maybe they're terrible i don't know but what i do know is every once in a while people hit me up on twitter and they tell me that they love those puns so i'm not gonna stop <laughs> <laughs> give people what they want and baby i understand your baby i started my period at nine yeah um, i, I, I think sweetie and yeah and for the record i do think it's, it's it would vary i mean i think we said it probably more times you can count if you go back and re listen to that conversation uh it, it obviously would depend on the child and i still think i don't i don't think the people who kind of seem to have an issue with it would have an issue if they didn't know about it via social media you know what i'm saying like True. True, if it was true. some if you read an article that said someone did this i think it has less impact as opposed to like damn y'all told everybody because then it's like you know it's parenting for the internet now i'm not blaming that woman she did not do that you know what i mean the mom didn't go look what i did i'm such a great mom yeah she didn't put it out there. yeah it was like the cousin did it or some shit which you know whatever kids are gonna be kids right so i can kind of understand because it makes me uncomfortable any type of parenting for the internet and that's just what it is i don't have a uh it just is what it is it's performative parenting to a certain extent so i think i've just been conditioned to be like oh well why why can't you just discipline your kid without me ever having to see it you know what i mean so anyway but but yeah it definitely varies by child and i wouldn't just say everybody should do it although it would be cool as fuck if like i said if society was so open and welcoming about it I think it would change the way we view it, but I don't think, I think that's a pipe dream. Like, we'll never get to the point where people are like, or uh, write a pass passage for uh, a girl or write a passage for uh, um, a boy and look at them the same, you know? Like, it's for women, it's just like a bunch of problems. Come on. You know man. what I mean? <laughs> are you going to be sexually active? Are you going to get pregnant? You going to get an STD? Like, for boys it's more like ha ha you made it congratulations welcome to sex and you know for for you know even fathers are often taught to boys like oh now you're gonna get to get sex you're gonna really see what it's about like it's not even uh listen this is a man or a responsibility with women it's like this is a burden like you're gonna feel bad every month yeah, <laughs> i gonna... didn't ask for that's a thing you go out especially when you're young you're like shit i didn't ask for this yeah so uh all right 
uh next one uh katrina pavella says i can't recall how i knew my period was ha- going to happen to me but it it was likely from health class because neither my mother or grandmother talked to me about it in fact when i went to my grandmother after my period first started she made me go to the bathroom with her close the door and told me this means you don't let boys touch you anymore damn that was all i was 12 first what first was it okay for boys to touch me before i got my period because no one told me that either lol right right you get no fucking explanation but seriously i felt like i was going to become hunted or something that i had no control over i had to educate myself out of a lot of fucked up thinking i was happy to hear you guys being period positive i completely agree that it's attached to so, to, to so much shame from very early on in the lives of women i support that woman who threw a party for the onset of her daughter's menses i think how female and male hello single fathers relatives deal with it depends on the personality of the child they have but i think people can agree that taking the shame and paranoia out of it is a good thing for everyone it pushes us towards a society that does not simultaneously see women as objects of lust and disgust appreciate it uh and coke uh left a comment too she says i'm sorry when it comes to periods listen to the person who has periods the Kaiser show had a special for rudy's first period so the concept is not new and even if you have been told about your body changes you might not want everyone in the world to know you're menstruating as 11 or 12 year old rights of passage are good but this is a bit much all right well definitely understand now like i said several times that conversation i haven't had a period i don't have a vagina i can't speak to exactly i'm it's all theory to me so i know i'm speaking from a place of privilege and i obviously can't decide for what a woman would do or whatever you know um but i also ain't got no daughter so i ain't got to worry about this uh like i can think what i think without having no effect on the world like i'm not gonna be like layla let's have a talk you know like that's for her mom and dad to deal with and and it's a sense all in itself because the the period is just the beginning once you get your period it's like okay do i use pads do i Mm -hmm. use tampons do i want wings do i you know do i want something thick do i want to like it's so much out there yeah and for the record i'm not advocating that everybody in the world know right 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 like her mom threw a a small get together of women in their family to try to because her daughter was so nervous about it right to try to relax her like i can't make her realize that it's normal yeah like i don't see that as like child abuse Mm -hmm. or no 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 you know or like bad like oh obviously we need to take her kid from her that's a bad mom like i just see it as like maybe she just got that kind of kid and that kind of connection they have an open communication so maybe they can do that like not i'm not advocating it as like everybody gonna do it period party for everybody oh we're gonna put it on the world we're gonna it's gonna be live broadcast on the internet like nah i get it like maybe some people want it to be private you know but yeah and also after talking to you and thinking about it uh how can i say this because of my childhood experiences for a lot of women's childhood experiences they have a negative visceral reaction anytime it's brought up because of their past sometimes you have to think outside of your personal experience and be open-minded to people but for a lot of women that i've talked to particularly a lot of black women overall it for a lot of them it was not unless you just had a very open-minded mother or somebody around you for most people it was not a positive experience so once you bring this up people think on this people go fuck no i don't want it to be a goddamn surprise i was embarrassed i was shamed i was getting laughed at because you know i was bleeding and i didn't know it thought i was gonna die like no that's not but 
a lot of it is lack of education too the more educated your child is the easier it is for them to get through it the more it makes sense and and it becomes a more comfortable relationship for everybody with their cycles yeah you know i like i said it's, it's got to be something i can't totally relate to because it's so personal and it's your body and it's your you know and especially this idea like not idea but the fact that it can come at nine or it can come at 13 or you know what i mean like you know i was a late bloomer as far as coming into any level of sexuality anyway so uh well i'll say late bloomer but you know what i mean like it in general compared to like when other people was thinking about sex i was thinking about transformers and gi joes and fucking cartoon movies and shit um so i can kind of uh understand you know the idea of maybe just wanting it to be private and not want nobody to know but i don't know if her daughter didn't have a problem with it it could be really sweet you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i just allow for the fact that it could be a thing where her daughter's not embarrassed but and maybe she won't be embarrassed because it's so like you know we're gonna make this a positive experience for you you know especially if you were nervous about it like as opposed to like yeah if you're nervous about it then you see everybody goes through it then it's like okay i don't have to be as nervous about this and i know there were like i said not saying the same thing but i know there were things in my life that i was nervous about that are just things that everybody's got to go through right and then when it happens and you realize how many people have gone through it you're like i can do this too i'll be okay you know right and it's one of those things where it could be very empowering i think for a lot of people even a lot of grown women they don't feel empowered by having their period they don't feel any how can you say any i'm not gonna say joy but they don't feel like it's a positive thing to have a cycle it's like oh lord this burden of having a cycle oh now i gotta deal with you too i mean and, and, and not in a in uh you mad at your child but you know it's just one of those things where, okay now we both going through this or whatever it may be and you know it's one of the things too where i think that like i said because so many women have so many negative experiences with it that they actually put their um i guess period phobias on, on their kids. children yeah so now you have the children and the thing is i can understand a child being nervous for, for a period uh, the reason why is because it just shows up right. like i cannot explain this one day i'm fine next day i'm bleeding what you know so yeah. it's so it's not like you get a memo or a note or something that says hey i'm gonna show up on this day you're fucking random yeah i'm reading a book a comic book called moon girl and devil dinosaur and it stars and the protagonist is a 10 year old very intelligent black girl and for her she her her biggest thing is she knows that she has this uh quirk in her dna that there's this cloud that's follow me now it's a cloud that goes around the earth a terrigen cloud and it turns people into you know it's activates in humans right mm-hmm. so you get hit with the terrigen right and you turn and you get your you turn into a human and you don't know what you're going to come out of it like okay you might come out looking different you might come out with different powers mm-hmm. you might come out you know there's a, a thousand different ways it can change you right and so she's just scared of this impending change that she doesn't know when or how or where it's coming but she just knows that it is going to come and the whole first arc of that story is her like dealing with this almost like doomsday clock in her head and she's trying to fight to find a way 
to stay quote unquote normal you know and i you know it's kind of like almost like an allegory for like puberty or a change where it's like this thing is coming i'm scared because i don't know what's on the other side of it and i can't really embrace it because i don't know what it is to embrace like how do you embrace something that you don't really understand um and you for her she doesn't have anyone in her life that's gone through it that can like talk her through it or tell her not to be nervous or whatever so it was just kind of like it's an interesting book from her perspective because a lot you know it's she's a hero so all the inner monologue and stuff is from her perspective so um it just made me think about this too because you know comic books are often an allegory for shit that happens in real life Mm -hmm. so a 10 year old girl having to think about that much shit you know i can't only imagine um at any rate it's a good book though um back to comments we had episode 1365 eagle pool pork we had several comments wanga says you can eat kangaroo meat down here and that's on country's coat of arms so i'd try your eagle wings if you could if they're cooked properly mm, me too prop Corey says karen got me cracking up hotels walk among us pay attention that's true they, they do just a ton says i think i need an option that is oh okay for the poll was the women's march inspiring frustrating or horrible uh um uh and just a ton says i think i need an option that's in between inspiring and frustrating maybe something like fascinating in the levels of fuckery i know it's not one word but something like this can't really be described with a single limiting word because all these white people who didn't get out there as a devote when they had the chance but honestly i really want to see where this shit show will take us in the next six months even yeah sounds like uh you would have had to pick frustrating or inspiring i'm sorry you got to make a choice this is science i know the president banned science but uh i'm gonna continue to 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 be down with this i'm sorry yeah he he got the scientists so mad y'all know scientists be in the lab and they lab coats and shit they were like fuck it we're gonna take our beacons and say fuck you too i'm telling you man i said it on the podcast you can't be firing these scientists y'all no every time i see a rich man fire a scientist motherfucker becomes a super villain don't do it come on it it all it always happened they're gonna fuck around and make chemical x and fuck all y'all up gonna be the hulk out here smashing everything and shit oh i forgot to mention we got a couple things to mention. i'm sorry i'm this is in the middle of nothing but still uh we got a gift of uh uh king the kingsman the uh secret service yay i love that movie right um and we got it from jada who says one of my favorite movies for my favorite podcasters enjoy jada thank you we will baby thank you yeah i had it on the amazon wish list so uh she uh picked it picked it off of there uh and i appreciate it and it will get watched yes it will um uh, and yeah we've seen it before in the theater but yeah i won't start on it oh uh, yep. we also got this card look at this cool ass card oh that's a pretty card yeah it looks kind of like the um karen shower curtain i got her um, it does rod and karen pray you have a wonderful holiday season i truly enjoy listening to you and making me laugh uh all year we'll need you even more in 2017 thank you for the sacrifice and dedication there's lots of podcasts out there but y'all do it the best and this is from my girl veggie vixen thank you thank you baby we appreciate it man mm-hmm. this, this is uh I'm, obviously we keep these yeah we hope we keep all the cards uh and then um also uh i have noticed like this week we got so much feedback i am thinking that a lot of people are like where do i go to avoid this craziness that's going on in the society so hey we we come on through we we here for you 
uh amani says karen with this motherfucking word on this march it just always felt in the same vein a lot of white liberals wanting to be seen saying the right thing more than doing it uh that has people denouncing punching nazis we knew trump was all those things they're protesting against for the whole campaign why weren't these marches the day before the election instead of the day after the inauguration i hope it's all a jumping off point but i'm just tired of half-stepping what about the kids in wisconsin took me all the way out but that eagle pool pork maybe when pigs fly (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah these scientists mad shit they might fly yeah Uh, (laughs) oh we're gonna have flying pigs now oh but yeah i I feel you on the march stuff too and karen did go off d says love you guys while i support the march this past weekend i must agree with karen about 50 percent of the caucasians that voted for the dorito drump uh i hear you on that too um jackie says i love this hotels walk among us pay attention can we get t-shirts buttons and bumper stickers (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) maybe we can put it on teespring or something i don't know (laughs) we need some artwork though i don't know uh angela writes karen stop reading my mind that rant was everything um and (laughs) the poll was the women's march frustrating inspiring or horrible uh about two percent of the audience thought it was just horrible uh 46 percent uh said they were inspired by it and 52 percent said they were frustrated um which yeah i can understand because if, if if we're being honest for me anyway that feels like if you looked at me inside of my body and how i felt inside of my mind it would be like somewhat inspired somewhat frustrated and somewhat just like this is fucking horrible like none of this is gonna help like so yeah and it's a very small part of me that thinks like you know that's angry and 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 mad as far as like saying it's just horrible and like why fucking do it like obviously i'd rather be done and like and something positive come from it then there's a part of me that's mostly frustrated with the idea that it would take people to this point in order to say maybe we should uh maybe we should get out the house and get to marching at the especially I just know deep down some of these people like just looked at the people marching for like Black Lives Matter and shit and was just like, ugh, why the fuck y'all always clogging up the highways and shit and you know he had a gun in his sock or whatever the fuck and now they're out here marching with everybody else because they realize that marching is that tool that you have when you don't have the political power or you don't have the economic power you don't like when when the things that are happening are things that you can't stop on your own and they're not things that you started sometimes you gotta get out of march or make a spectacle or you know get people like you have to do organize because you don't have the inroads that other people have um Mm-mm. and now it's funny to watch people kind of recognize and realize that after years of either sitting on the sideline or shitting on more like more than likely shitting on a lot of the people that were out there so uh 47 said they're inspired though and i can get with that lance says the march was cool a show of unity as usual and black and lgbt women there kept the message on point that said though it would have been dope to see more voter registration or something else besides just marching but even showing up and being seen is powerful hopefully these allies remember all this kinship next time a poc aka uh is taken from uh oh i guess it's taken from us by the police i hope so i hope so we'll see um 
and yeah i man i don't even know if a voter registration or i don't know you know um it's gonna be interesting because i think one of the things i'm seeing this week is that people are more i think okay put it this way as a person that voted for hillary clinton book uh mostly because i mean i think she's qualified i think she's a good candidate i, I, I and i won't apologize for that Mm-mm. um but also i think she she was going up against a person that i in my lifetime i can't imagine a worse candidate for president um in donald trump so to me it was twofold it was like yes i'd rather vote for hillary as a continuation and hopefully a push further for issues that i care about um than even obama was and then the other part was and i think this dude is ridiculous and going to do some very harmful things to this country and to people that i care about even if i feel that to certain extents my life might not change as much it's going to change a lot of people's lives and i couldn't in good conscience be okay with him being president if i had any power to stop it so i used my vote my one vote to be like i vote for hillary clinton um and i wanted to vote for something that would be the most likely to stop trump so i didn't want to go third party i didn't want to not vote i didn't want to write in vote i wanted to absolutely put the person that i thought um was the closest to my ideals in office that is how it's always been for me i can't imagine it never not being like that but in the wake of all this i see people that still either they were they're silent now because they were advocating like not voting third party voting and they was loud as fuck right they were very loud voices uh very big platforms and really in my opinion a lot of them are gonna turn off they've turned they know that they pissed off a lot of people yes that they claim to have be their allies and be their friends and you know i I specifically feel like there's a lot of black women that feel that are gonna feel betrayed because black women at the end of the day buckled down and said fuck it let me go vote for this woman i'm not saying she my girlfriend she ain't the best right i you know but black women worked on her campaign Mm -hmm. black black women at a very high clip voted for her um if they voted um and there's still people that are like so obsessed with having the moral high ground and the moral high horse to look down on everybody that they're still out here on some like y'all some sheep or y'all you know oh your girl hillary or what you know just pejorative shit you know you hillary stand type shit like that so those people have mostly gotten quiet and then there's some that have just gotten defensive you know and my thing is with the and coming all back to to this bigger point when it comes to the march the divisions are still there i just think the march was nice optics but i don't know that the people in the march understand each other any more than they did before the march and that's what i want to know and this like i said i wasn't there so or it it, didn't march. so i want to see if they truly absorbed it like because they had the right people on the stage it seems for a lot of these marches you see videos and clips of these black women brown women uh lgbt uh women like speaking and 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 like giving these messages and it's like i just hope y'all are absorbing it rather than just going we were out there isn't that cool we took pictures we had selfies 
I just hope it was more than selfies because if not then it's not then nobody's really prepared to fight nope people just say slogans and they take pictures but they're not really truly embracing the idea of like this is a time where we can reform a party or where we can reprioritize what we what we care about in order to win because i don't think it's gonna happen the way that traditional people on the left think it is which is that oh all these people that are uh in the middle will come back to us like i just don't i just don't see it that way so they got to figure something else out because essentially the people that voted for a bigot are over there because the democratic party isn't bigoted enough essentially i mean because it's not like we're saying the oh the democratic party is super super woke and they never had problem no if you talk to any person of color anybody from a different religion any anyone who's not pretty much white and male they can tell you some things that are wrong with the democratic party as well but a lot of those people that don't like the coalitions that have been built on that side they're just over there like fuck it just put trump in so <sighs> anyway sorry to go on but i thought it thought it was important um and yeah as long as people are just worried about defending their point of view it, it don't it, none of it matters to me because mm-hmm. it's just gonna keep coming back to the same roadblock it's like breaking up with an ex but y'all never resolve why y'all broke up you can't get back together because it's just gonna come back to okay so you do agree that trump is terrible yes i agree trump is terrible okay so we need to keep him out of office yes okay so 20 uh what 2020 comes around it's time to vote who you voting for I ain't vote for nobody that's any less than perfect on the issues that I have. Then whoop, then 2020 is Trump again. Like it's it like to me, I don't think nothing's been solved out of fucking March because that's the talk that's got to be had. You know, honestly, uh, it's sad, but I'm just waiting on the Obamas and seeing what they're gonna do. Right, right, and and the thing is, um, in my opinion, the next uh, rising star out of the Democratic Party. Ain't going to be none of these old white folks has been established. It's literally going to be some fresh blood and they going to be trained up by Obama. Obama left office and literally immediately went back to work to get a replacement for the Democratic Party because everybody else, they, 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 just, they just don't have it. They don't, they, I can't explain it, but they just don't have the it part to uh, win the country and well and then things that people claim to want um some of the shit is impossible right so i don't even know how you cater towards the impossible to be honest like when people say stuff like we don't want to be in no wars that's not real i don't even know how you cater to that like the the history of this country that's not real yeah essentially you want this country to not be the country it is and be a completely other country within you know or at least people make promises that it will be another country and which is fine i think this country is very flawed and needs to it in order to be what it promises in all of its documents it would need to be reformed tremendously but you know i i just think the ways that people the the theories people have about it just aren't um they they may or may not come to fruition and they're gambling heavily and if uh you know some of the stuff just within this week these executive orders can have like lifelong effects they can they're gonna kill people they're gonna you know so 
it's just going to be interesting because any any president would have is going to end up being responsible for people dying yep. but some but there's some presidents that don't give a fucking relish in it and there's some that try to mitigate the harm so um but yeah i think it'll be interesting to see who because that's what barack obama said was like i'm gonna just start mentoring young people and see what we can do because i do think people are gonna more gravitate towards a younger more polished clean quote-unquote candidate than they will for these other people i really think this election proved that people would take someone untested and unproven over someone like hillary clinton or even bernie sanders to a certain extent because they they've been around so long it's impossible for them not to be blemished um but the but the truth of the matter is it, you won't be able to find an unblemished politician what you're going to have to do is find people that just are too young to have done anything so you know because that's how kind of what happened with obama he he kind of lucked out quote unquote in a white man fucking this country up so bad and hillary clinton voting for the iraq war and then um john mccain said some stupid shit about the economy and then the economy tanked even worse i think he said he wouldn't have bailed out the auto industry so like those two things all had to happen it was a high wire act people don't even remember like towards the end it was like i hope he'll win maybe he'll win and then he won in a landslide because you had these a couple of people just implode near the end and i just don't know that we can count on that happening again but one of the things that people really appeal appealed to people about obama is they placed a lot of imagery in him and a lot of things in him that he never had to say because he had no rap sheet with a lot of america like you don't have a well remember when he was for this like you don't have a lot of that because you didn't have a chance for him to have any of those moments so maybe that's what people need because they got to find a way to get these um super progressive kind of like idealistic people back and i think you're gonna just have to trick them because bernie was able to trick him and he's an old man that has definitely stood around and done nothing for years and years and years and he's definitely a politician he's taking money he's Mm -hmm. you know he he he's uh he's had to compromise and pick his side on certain issues even with him pretending to be this like outsider objector that dude is just as old money and old um not even old money he's just as much old boys network as anything else right so it's gonna be interesting because i think he would he would have folded to a if put it this way if barack obama from 2008 could run again not not president barack obama but just 2008 candidate obama he would have blew all these people out the water of course and also excuse me for me it's one of the things with bernie sanders it's amazing how he tricked people that he's fucking new blood this man is fucking old as dirt but y'all talking about he's new blood get the fuck out of here but that's how you spin it yeah so but if he was able to spin it and get this many people on his side i mean not to man not to be disrespectful but just just play these fools like these they're not a lot of these people weren't that smart they were just like i don't want hillary right uh, and i'll support this old man and you're like well he has some of the same flaws i don't care it ain't hillary right so just a woman yeah just just exploit them you know he got a lot of people that we talk about trump voters but he got a lot of low information people too yes because when you started pointing out like well you know he did this and you know he said that and then it's like they just didn't know and didn't care Mm-mm. anyway um next episode uh 1366 criminals at work 
um we had just a ton who says the u.s government is going to get its money the u.s recently made it so that if you have if you owe taxes fifty thousand dollars you can be denied a passport yeah well uh this was uh six days ago so that's probably that's probably in law and the thing is a lot of these executive orders and shit he's signing a lot of them go in effect very quickly they can easily be overturned by the next president yeah my point is uh that was six days ago he's already changed how passport laws within those six days yes he has nothing about taxes just you know don't be from certain countries not the countries that attacked us on 9-11 you can still come over here from those but don't be from certain brown countries you can't come over no more desiree says or desiree says although i ended up after much contemplation being very happy that the women's march happened and was caught off guard by how moved i was as i looked through photos of the marches filled with women worldwide i still must say this i hope this day will go down in history as the official start of what i hope will become national punch a nazi day thank you for your consideration that is all we can only dream <laughs> rwh2016 says love the podcast rod and karen karen as usual your rants continue to cut deep into the white meat and ring true some of the 53 percent white women that voted for trump are now feeling buyer's remorse and uh they posted a washington post um link to about a, a woman who voted for trump it feels bad uh, I'm, I'm not reading it and i'm tired of those stories already mm-hmm. i have no no empathy for these people that are feeling by remorse you got what you pay for i only right. hope that this woman goes back to a racist sexist rural town in pennsylvania and starts to implement change to put this comment out of office in four years also what is jesse jackson thinking about oh my god has he forgotten what he went through 50 years ago can jesse please get out of the steve harvey cesspool and get into formation with john lewis and maxine waters damn i wish john and maxine would run for president ha <laughs> uh man i'm telling you uh one people would just break them down into whichever areas people don't agree with them in on too like i think now in the age of social media there's just no candidate that's you can say has been around for a long time that people wouldn't eviscerate it's just what it is and i mean on the left i, I think on the right they don't really give a fuck they don't they'll if do you, anything to keep yeah if you Democrats win we'll vote for you yeah but on the left uh yeah you're not getting anybody through clean and because of that i just don't think you're gonna see you know old people really running and you definitely ain't gonna see black people like that running because because they are like we are not we oh we don't give a fuck and we are not here for it you'll never get voted in yeah i think uh it took a young optimistic like and i'm not questioning barack obama's blackness i need y'all to understand this but my point is it took a very young bright optimistic brother that white people could see themselves in to do what barack obama did like not everybody can do what he did like it took people being like that i'm gonna go against my racist nature and vote for this dude because i think it's gonna signal to people that racism is over or some shit or i'm not racist or whatever like that was their statement vote of i approve of this negro you know <clears throat> but john and maxine wouldn't be that uh black people would probably love it though for the most part just for the fact that they would be talking shit you know some of these questions some of these debates it would be ah! funny as fuck but i mean we would live for the shade to be honest but yeah I, and uh, then we would have to also deal with white liberals talking shit about them uh it would be a lot man and i don't know everything but 
you know they may have voted for the crime bill they may have even like stomped for the crime bill because you know revisionist history has been amazing with this crime bill shit but there were a lot of black people that thought that was going to be a good thing right that aren't like anti-black people that aren't because they didn't know that yeah. the future was going to do this it's just over the years it's been framed into you guys just wanted to throw everybody in jail because y'all hate each other you know and now it's different um then i mean i remember growing up during that time and it was like what are we gonna do about crack it's killing the neighborhoods it's killing families we gotta get you know people are doing crimes they're not just crimes they're like violent crimes where you kill somebody over five dollars and you know the whole cia conspiracy of crack being in the hood and shit is something that doesn't matter on the ground like on the ground people don't care about it and sadly racism is racism so if you want to penalize crack use in the black community and it's a problem that is mostly stays in the, in communities of color oh then then you're just a criminal you know we watch now what white people get addicted to heroin in rural places and all of a sudden it's fucking what about the heroin users we need to have some uh some empathy and compassion for yeah, them. Yeah, you won't like the laws. Yeah, when it was Baltimore, it was just how do we lock these niggas up? They on heroin and they no good. Um, so yes, yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't see John and Maxine being able to run. I know that never not for president. I heard about the Lululemon murder a while back when it happened. There's another podcast called Generation Y where two guys go into detail about Brittany Noah's motivations. Be warned. Generation Y is good, but it's not for the squeamish. I did find a show called The Criminals at Work, show on BET. Check the link. Yeah, that's the same one, I think. Um, Thank you for letting us know about this. I have to get caught up on this show. Hope you have a good weekend. Yeah, just put it in your DVR because that shit comes on at some crazy times, like 1.55 a.m., and then another one dvr yeah yeah and then two of them come on sunday after four in the morning like just dvr there's no rhyme or reason just catch it when you can woman to woman says karen i'm Mm -hmm. here for you and i fully understand your frustration the marches and the support coming through the media are for the surface level issues you talked about true issues affecting the community i'm here for a girl and understand as a marcher you have to show support for the true underlying issues not just the we all need to come together march yes where were you in the voting booth oh and now you were karen you can't see it out there in podcast land karen just made a face <laughs> i agree chance it kind of says these thin-skinned racists consider someone telling them to kill themselves to be a death threat uh don't know what that's in reference to but you're probably right i mean if they consider asking do you want mayo on your sandwich to be racist Ah! you know what what can we say (laughs) we already know how they think about uh when you bring up anything involving whiteness you must be a racist bigot that hates white people. Come down a notch ah, and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and Facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation. It's ridiculous. In America, you should be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Now I should be ashamed. You should be. <clears throat> Janica says, regarding Anger- Amber Rose, I was watching her Instagram live video and I feel like a lot of people that would comment were going off a of hearsay. Her black China and friends 
her black china and friends were drinking and taking calls on the confession line basically all lighthearted fun the girl calls in she's laughing she says she was molested amber immediately says whoa that's too deep that's not funny there were other people in the background not paying attention that were laughing not amber i feel like there's some things you can check amber on i.e her comments on bisexual men but this ain't it in my opinion yeah i mean that's the other thing when you're reading something rather than seeing it context matters and especially in the age of the internet people are able to take shit out of context so we never really know on the show i just know it didn't seem like that would make sense it didn't yeah it didn't seem to make sense that she would just suddenly Mm, slip up that way because it was so blatant like you know like even being against dating a bisexual man isn't as blatant as like i'm gonna laugh at someone getting molested i just don't think she'd be dumb enough to do it Mm-mm. you know amani says i'm just confused i thought trump made wanted to make america great again they keep telling me the greatest generation was the one that fought world war ii so i just assumed punching notches in the face was our na- new national sport then we thought he got punched again on the timeline it lit up like star wars trailer drop if i could i'd do it every day oh it did light up like star wars supposedly he did get punched again but oh. it ain't no, it ain't on video and it was like right the same time or something so the, anyway that's what i heard eve says i have only one thing to say about stacy dash getting fired <laughs> okay maybe two things <laughs> so it's a lot of laughs and i agree uh the poll was did you know what the drawer under the stove was for Mm-mm. yes or no 53 percent. that's more than half karen say they did know i'm glad you did i didn't know oh i didn't know until you told me 47 percent said nope they did not know Mm-mm. uh vicky says i'm one of those people who reads the manual if i don't have an appliance manual then i search the internet to find the manual nigga says i actually use mine to grill steaks as well as keep baked food warm mm. uh chance says i knew what it was but i have never used it for that purpose evie says it's where i put all my cookie sheets and pizza trays and other baking dishes that's me yeah that's, that's what we what, use it for too and that's what it will continue to be i'm not woman shit up underneath there mm-hmm i'm gonna be putting stuff under there though you go right away and i'm not mm-hmm. you gonna eat it too you don't have potatoes that's been sitting in the warmer <laughs> um 1367 that's y'all's man uh <laughs> we talked about all kinds of stuff random thoughts criminals at work title so for 33 so 33 percent to sprint i mean there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and we got 10 comments uh c6 says in spanish pan means bread because i said uh panera bread is interesting because it should be called panera sandwiches and soups because nobody goes there just for bread right uh pan means bread according to google translate panera means bread basket so the ba- the restaurant is basically called bread basket bread <laughs> that's redundant yeah well michelle says i have a confession to make the song you play for white people news segment by the go-go's was my jam from back in the day it is my permanent go-to karaoke song please don't judge mm, no why would we why would we be judging Mm-mm. and yes that smug self-important white supremacists needed to be punched in the face racist groups like to take advantage of people's tendency to back down for fear of being labeled violent to protect themselves from being called out as someone else put it they take our peacefulness as acceptance i don't know if you know this but they found old articles he wrote for a conservative website that actually questioned the value of black people to civilization and called for black genocide 
yep i know that so no i don't need to hear his explanation of why he used a stupid frog as a symbol he can choke on a frog instead what makes me angry is the fact that people give him money to do this he receives donations for his non-profit racist organization from people or foundations who think this is worthwhile trump's america y'all right which brings me to the fact that trump has yet to sincerely reject these people he has given a wishy-washy rejection but nothing strong enough to say that he doesn't agree with what they believe in i could go on but i would only be repeating what others have said good show as always the two of you are a good balance of to what i hear the rest of the day thank you thanks for, for listening and yeah he ain't rejected what they say because he agree right. i mean he gave steve bannon the keys to the country that's when y'all see these policies that's who's behind it the dude that used to work for breitbart and shit uh fireworks says i think we're gonna have our second 100 percent poll here rod and karen making history because the poll is do you feel bad for richard spencer getting punched in the face Mm-mm. we'll see what it is we'll see the results and fireworks also says i wish t-mobile would have caught that title deal fuck sprint everly 77 says hi guys i'm a new listener i was recommended to you by my best good friend craig absolutely love the show when you guys were talking about the intro album from back in the day it brought back so many memories of my youth i was about 16 years old i can just remember sitting in my room listening to the album unlike you my mom and dad had no idea what i was listening to thank god i just downloaded the album thus rekindling a love for the album i totally forgot about i forgot how good 90s r&b was thanks for the many laughs you guys are the best thank you yeah somebody had posted a list in our facebook group of 90s one hit runners like the top 20 and i made the playlist on my title because it was like so good i bet it was i was like oh my god these are these were my jams yes one hit wonders mm-hmm. mr underscore knight says i celebrated a lot this week white women tears march stacy dash firing obama sending money to palestine mexico giving obama el chapo still watched uh richard spencer get punched put a warm feeling deep down in my soul can't lie made me proud to be an american <laughs> <laughs> uh angela davis says uh is it the angela davis you listen to this ratchet shit come on now uh the angela says i watch that video of spencer every day when the microaggressions start to get to me as part of my daily self-care <laughs> for real i can watch that man get punched to the end of time uh, especially when they chop it up with other shit it's hilarious mm-hmm. my favorite one is solange yeah that's a good one uh sugar bay says god damn it Ryder can i never thought i'd write in to complain but i'm mad mad that white folks voted in Trump, uh dump and now he has infiltrated our pristine stress relieving sanctuary white people news the fuck white people are always fucking up our safe spaces i was told by apple care that this was <laughs> a palate cleanser now my white people news is being ruined cries hot white woman till tears <laughs> i'm sorry sugar babe but it is what it is I'm not putting him in none of the black segments. Sorry, but that's they man. <laughs> Lama Lama Time says the black block anarchist really came through by punching Spencer in the face. Uh, my favorite is Richard Spencer video with Party Up by DMX. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, this this week I ended up I ended my dating relationship because the dude I was dating wanted to be went, wanted to be the freedom of speech martyr about the Spencer situation. Ugh. Uh, I want someone to make make a party up remix that says, "Catch me outside, how about I die?" Instead of "Meet me outside." Uh, Karen, you don't know what that is, do you? Mm-mm. Okay, I guess I'll play it. Um, so, uh, I think it was Maury. 
no dr phil it was dr phil and <laughs> there was this girl on there and she was like out of control um so you know how they had an out of control kid episodes or whatever it, although this woman didn't seem like a kid but i don't know how she was a white girl i have no idea how old she was she could have been like 13 or she could have been like 27 right uh point being she was one of them out of control people that they brought on there to like um try to fix and uh she was talking about she was gonna fight people out uh uh to catch her outside the fighter oh, um shit. yeah let me see if i can put it on the uh when computer's moving so i might have to refresh here in a second guys sorry about this uh let me see if i can put it on all right carrie you let me know if it shows up because i will the way it's moving is kind of shaky right here it's like it's, it's moving like it's gonna pull the uh pull some bullshit okay <laughs> tell y'all right now computer is moving like it's about to be like and nah nigga how about you don't get to see the clip uh so yeah you let me know when it comes up if it comes up i will yeah you might have to refresh yeah 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 it's moving mad slow you yeah. know what guys let me refresh and i'll come right back because uh this shit is acting real stupid right now <laughs> it's like i wish you would not today yeah so just give it a second would like try again mm-hmm. i'll just play this clip while it refreshes oh you motherfuckers <laughs> okay all right i'm putting cases on all you bitches huh you think you can do this shit yay you think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. All right, so I'm back, and I'm trying to share my screen. Karen, you let me know in the sub now. I will. Um, But, uh, yeah. And it's up. It's a Dr. Phil clip. I'm going to play it for you guys. I want this low. God damn it, Bill. You and your janky ass YouTube channel messing my show up. Because <laughs> you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. Talking about the audience. That they're laughing at us. Did, did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes? Yep. <laughs> his audience the show is already ridiculously stupid and his questions are obviously stupid you saying the audience are a bunch of hoes obviously she's saying the audience is a bunch of hoes why did the audience clap <laughs> i don't understand what it was to clap why about you saying the audience is a bunch of hoes yeah girl you said that i'm a hoe i i know i fucked three niggas before i came down here 
how what <laughs> i got airplanes in my bio i don't know how she knew but it is or did he fly in a bunch of hoes maybe that's what it was he is a bunch of hoes in the studio audience and they was like how did she know i don't know What I just said. What I just said. So, Kiss yeah. me outside, how about that? Cash me outside, how about that? Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also a new emoji, so. Everything has to be Barbara Ann's way or no way. Oh, what is the whole thing? She'll go after me. Good, good, bitch. Like, if I tell her, like, hit me, she'll try to hit me, and I gotta, like, dodge her. Because if she hits me, I, I'm giving it to her. I'm pretty violent. I must her in the face because she wouldn't get out of my face. Either oh, so I'm- she is one of them bad kids. Okay, so that's the context is, Dr. Phil, I don't know what to do. So did they, like, bring, uh, you know, I can put I'm it. breaking down her door or she's breaking down my door. I don't stop till I start seeing dents in the door. Because I knew what I was doing, you did it. She's so over-exaggerated. But she'll be like, oh, she threw boulders at my window. The pebbles are little. She'll threaten me. If you don't do this or that, then I'm going to call your PO. You got one more time to hit she me. She has a parole officer. How old is she? I'm going to call your PO. That's the only way. Of course, she white. Yeah, it's okay. Of course, she's against the race. You know, she called her mama by the first name. Danielle, you got one more? I ran out four times in one day. And the cops brought me back every time. She wants me to be sent away. She went out four times in one day and the cops brought her back every time. This is, yeah, oh yeah, my you God. You might need to find someone to live, baby. One, oh, man. Just as bad put me in jail. Oh, uh, I don't know what happened there. Did it just stop? Anyway. Four uh, times, obviously, you don't want to stay here. Police, y'all need to find someone else to put it because obviously she don't want to stay. Mm-hmm. So. Because I ain't going to jail for you, so you better go ahead and put it somewhere how about you catch me outside then, here? Yeah, catch me outside then, though. Mm-hmm. Catch me outside, how about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, can I, <laughs> how can you hate this beautiful little flower? What mean just about put me in jail? They ain't so, smoking cigarettes. Tell me what you think you're doing that contributes to this chaos and this problem i don't behave disrespectful 13 I cars i still her credit card i ain't gonna lie 13, no lie. 13. yeah should have a period party she wouldn't be acting like this everybody know already like use her credit card what do you say to yourself mm-hmm. that gives you the right to take somebody else's car I'm talking to be sliding, f*** you mean? That's what makes me want to take the next bitch car. What now? I'm sorry, I didn't... I know she definitely says the N-word, and niggas are all on her Instagram saying, they evolving, white girls evolving, 100%. Are you speaking English? Why is the mom laughing like it's cute, though? Mm-mm-mm. She can't even do the disapproving face for 15 minutes? Come on. Some sort? Tell them where it comes from, you know. <laughs> from the street oh. why are they chairs so big they like all of them like four feet off the ground was it like NBA players coming out <laughs> okay so <laughs> tell me again what is it you say to yourself that gives you the right to take somebody else's car 
I don't say anything to myself. I just say, all right, there's a car. There's some keys right in front of me. I know where the car at. You know where the car at? <laughs> did you did you go to the fifth grade? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm asking, how far did you go? I, I don't understand when when the clapping is supposed to happen. I don't. I, I don't. I, I, I think I think the white folks in the audience is so confused. The maybe door. it's a light telling them to clap. It got to be because they like what they, it's it's like. Did you finish fifth grade? Mm, I guess. Wow. Yeah, I see the applause there. Yeah. This is that psychological. Yeah, the light, the light turned red. This is that psychological shit, y'all. This is degree yeah. at work. Well, I stopped at seventh. If you want to get technical. You stopped at the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So you did go through the fifth grade. Yeah, I did. Okay, I was just curious. Okay, so you just take it, and you don't consider that it belongs to someone else. No. Your keys in my room, you're asking for it. You don't leave your keys in a per- in someone's room when they've stolen cars before. Like, you asking for it. Um, so what do you think is going to happen when you happen to steal somebody's car that disagrees with that? And dis- Why does it take him so long to come up with a question? Because he ain't no real doctor, though. His questions be hard. So... Why do you think that it's okay to take things? Like, you didn't, these are, this, this is why he's rich and I'm not, because Oprah like him. Decides that they're going to drop a hammer on you and prosecute you to the full extent of the law. Then I do my time in jail. Jail ain't nothing. That's what I always do, and they never catch me. Ain't nobody going to catch me. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience. That they're laughing at her. Did, did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes? Yep. That's not a... Yeah, the call sign popped up because that's not that makes no sense. Problem. I'm not clapping for you calling me no ho, little right. girl. You can tell this one that more. Right? Then everybody, boo, you bitch, right. boo. <laughs> right. Calling me a ho, you the ho, boo. Mm-hmm. Maury would have put a mic in somebody's face and let her cuss her ass out. <laughs> right. Bitch, I will meet you outside. How about that? I know. How about these hands? I know. Would you like to meet them? But I, bitch, I'm street smart too. Bring your ass out here though. Maury be having people in the audience offering to whoop your kid for you. Oh, she just need a good old ass whooping more. I can't, I'll, I'll take my belt off and do it right now. I mean, look, you fix this today before she get back on the plane. Oh, do you want to take this outside? Because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. You want to do it again? Then you don't get all tough. Please don't. This is not the place. Hey, this is not the place. Oh, my yeah. God. Right. She likes she weighs 73 pounds. She, she lucky her mama. See, this is what happened when bio, the biology of nature makes sure that your parents love you. Because if you were just a nigga renting a room, she would have been broke your spleen and called the cops like, come get her. You know? <laughs> acting like that. 
Oh God. I'm assuming at that point that's when they bring in the uh they always have like a military dude that takes these kids to fucking them camps and shit. Give me seventeen push ups. You won't do it. Then they get all in their face and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's one thing. I'm glad I ain't got no kids because I'd be like, "Bitch, who you think you' talking to?" Mm. Uh, they said, "Are they giving a rope? Are they getting a robot sound?" Oh, this is before I refresh. This is before you good. Okay. All right, guys. Um. Anyway, back to the feedback. Sorry about that. Um. <laughs> uh. The poll was, "Do you feel bad uh, that Richard Spencer got punched in the face?" yes violence is not the answer no some people need a punch to the face 98 percent of you guys said yes he needs to be punched in the face two percent said no i mean sorry 98 percent said no some people need to be punched in the face and two percent said yes violence is the answer it's not always the answer or some shit like that uh don't <laughs> some, some bullshit uh don't call me bad says i never donated to anyone's gofundme because i'm poor and cheap and cynical but this this gut will definitely get get something oh this guy will definitely get something for me if he needs it really dark knight says i was conflicted on the poll if you feel that violence is not the answer cool i feel that richard spencer got away with a one-piece meal when he should have gotten a whole bucket of pieces ah, uh, he got 10 to allegedly he got a two-piece so and they did pop his eyes <laughs> eve says not only do i not feel bad that he was punched i wish he could have gotten knocked out and then someone pulled a r pulled an r kelly and pissed on him i know that sounds a little terrell jones uh terrell jones's uh of me but richard spencer's nazi ass oh fuck richard spencer's nazi ass all right yeah fuck him uh at any rate though shout out to the, the uh one person that was like Mm-mm, i would never hit someone uh you're a good person man yes you are um i don't know why it does this i had to check this later but uh veggie eggs was uh episode 1368 um and uh we got some comments on this as well um for some reason it's showing that this too much under this uh podcast episode even though that's not what i put on there uh anyway um we had four comments let me get to those katrina says the roasting segment for chris uh michelle was pure gold i was in public and laughed heartily without a care thank you uh shannon law says i haven't even listened to this episode yet i read the title spit my tea all over my kitchen i love you guys you're welcome trina i says i live for the csi theme music and eve says i'm not sure if Chrisette michelle's career will recover after this because white people had no idea who she was uh and she'll be lumped in with the rest of the no-name scrubs who performed the inauguration and black people who supported her are done i saw her i saw some people try to defend her but the more she talked to justify her actions she lost more support well i just had an epiphany that she is forever canceled yeah that's the thing man uh the only people that really fuck with you is black women that's like that literally that's it they're the only people that knew who you was and not trying to funny you had a whole bunch of them when your name first popped up was like who the fuck is this on my facebook so many people was like who is she i've never heard of her before in my life so you're not this she's not a household name yeah i i really don't understand what was going on with her so um at any rate she is uh probably canceled the call was are you are you going to watch the oscars yes or no 33 percent of our audience says yes 66 says no 
which is interesting because we know that they went um got more black nominees this year so it makes you wonder if that number is going to go up for some people uh what'd you say i said it's possible but yeah it just depends and episode 1369 southern charm um yeah oh sorry i'm looking at something on the site where mm-hmm. i hate when i'm doing this in the middle of the show but yeah this this the this too much is posted on two different episodes and i definitely didn't put that there so i had to check that later no problem all right anyway we got eight comments on uh 1369 southern charm um b touch says regarding birth of a nation i saw (laughs) the shade (laughs) sorry i saw nathaniel's little movie (laughs) not nathaniel's little movie i saw his little movie oh Oh, are you rolling your eyes and sipping your tea? I saw Nathaniel's little movie for the free to be clear after it had fallen out of the news cycle. It didn't get snubbed. Judging it purely based on its own merits and showing of Nate Parker's possible alleged facilitation of sexual assault, the movie gets a C- minus from me. The direction is actually well done. Had Parker not repeatedly shot himself in the foot, he might have been up for special awards for circles, uh, for critic circles. But I don't know about regular competition, best director raise. The acting is decent, not superlative, not mediocre, but generally good. The screenplay however is not good the dialogue is weak the characterizations are basic and the film never properly ties some of its themes together like nat turner's abstract visions i'm not even judging it on historical accuracy it deviates a good deal from what's known in nat turner's life but i've seen great biopics that are heavily fictionalized i know fox prepared educational supplemental materials for use in tandem with the film in classrooms well they did before they slid the rest of birth of a nation's promo budget to hidden figures and that material apparently tells a historical nat turner story there is a much better potential film that could come from this material yeah if if you're really curious about um this story and how it's been portrayed in media and like in movies and plays and shit check out um nat turner a troublesome property on netflix it was free streaming there last month or whatever and i watched it and it was actually pretty good about how many different people are taking taking a crack at trying to put um trying to put this movie out or put something out because there's very little known about his actual life so it was a lot of fictionalizing and even the person who interviewed him when he was before he died before he was killed even then we don't know how much that white man embellished yeah you know to sell a book or whatever come on b touch says also i'm glad i was alone when you said vicky yo yo was a mascara america like tammy faye barrett american like tammy faye baker i'm crying laughing that was almost the title of the episode to be honest with you i almost named this episode uh mascara americans uh byron taylor says that black lady that cut up her man in guess the race is a continuation of the skit on equimini she tried to tell that nigga ah! there wasn't no cut up with her and he uh and she cut his little ass up but apparently he thought she was joking right i cut your little some cut up i cut your little ass up <laughs> yeah that, that, i mean that book um that's a little bit di- i mean that uh skit that's a little bit different because uh i think she was talking to a little boy who was trying to call her um uh daughter on the phone or grandma uh granddaughter on the phone we ain't gonna give me some cut up 
uh byron says that black lady that cut uh oh wait sorry real dark knight says i'm sorry to do this to y'all but sometime this week y'all were talking in white people news about selena gomez and the weekend i'm not sure what episode it was like you rod i flinched when i read that quote when well, you read that quote from justin beaver about selena dating quote unquote rap guys you asked if it was racist hell yeah it was racist racist as fuck now that justin made now that Justin made all that money off black people, he got no fucks to give about black folks. He can do a kid rock and kick rocks as far as I'm concerned. Usher needs to go check his mans. His black ass bodyguards need to check his ass. Fuck that dude. All right, I got to refresh, guys. My mic apparently is giving people issues in the chat. Give me one second. All right. We'll refresh again. No problem. Mm-mm-mm. I disagree. I disagree, homeboy. I believe this movie. A dude could jump off a mountain and not hurt himself because he did brace himself. And he knew something about ah. the levels of gravity and polarity. What? Nah, that's bullshit, man. That's bullshit. I mean, you don't know shit about science because you dropped out of high school. Hey, man, why you got to bring that up, man? Because it's the truth. Hey, I know it's the truth. But that, hey, man, fuck you. Oh, uh, well, what you going to do about it? Hey, man, I'm going to bust your ass. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. After the clip. Okay, yeah, okay. Ah, after the clip. <laughs> uh so uh he said yeah but yeah somebody need to check his ass but you know them black bodyguards don't check them they on the payroll right you know that's the beauty of paying people you know you can uh be as racist as you want and what they ask gonna do about it not exactly um big daddy d8 says right Rye in his southern white woman voice was hysterical. And the woman slapping the cop with a bloody tampon might have been the only police shooting. I would have been okay justifying. Mm. <laughs> Heavyweight says the thing about that to red me- on black crime. <laughs> red on blue crime. Uh the thing about uh Tamara Mary and her husband that fucks with me is that she hadn't even made his sandwich yet she asked him if he wanted mayo on his sandwich and he checked her for her racism shaking my head a white man looking that hard to be the victim definitely voted for trump good point gotta look at the contest clues Mm Tamara's husband pulled a bow bite, says eve i think he probably didn't want that extra mayo why else would he his wife uh I think he probably did want the extra mail. Why else would his wife ask considering she should know what he likes to eat? Some, <laughs> someone called him mayo boy that day, probably. <laughs> We're going to see a lot of white people playing victim now that Orange Fulius is in the office. I was scrolling through the timeline and saw a post from a white guy saying it was racist when black people who called right, white people by random names like Becky, Billy, Chucky, or Bob would get punched in the face by him. Sure, Johnny. I think we're going to hear about that same guy getting beat up in 2017. It's the year of white fragility. Yeah, uh, Chris, Chris, uh, from the movie trailer reviews had a thread on his Facebook where some white dude came in saying some stupid shit and people was calling him all out of his name and i don't mean slurring his name but just like listen trevor and shit like that boy he was listen mad. dave he was so mad i think he deleted that comment because he knew he just looked foolish right and it wasn't nobody here for your stupidity anonymous says karen mentioned that older generations 25 plus are more learned in true in truth millennials are the most educated underpaid generation we have the most degrees certificates etc i think stupid people are floating around in every generation understanding the facts of reality seem to slip through the fingers of baby boomers and 21st century young adults 
immigrating to the states as a kid i was and still befuddled by and is still befuddled by the lack of historical and political knowledge of older americans the educational education system has never covered the truth or really been factual i do think that privileges plays a part in people being stupid as rod says stupid people play into everything they like being stupid allows people to feel justified they never have to challenge all the shit they get that's my theory yeah i mean i guess i i, I think the uh the thing about educating uh or education is like what do we consider educated true you know because degrees and, and skills and stuff that that does matter but historically i wonder just how many people just don't know history right because they just have very little reason to want to know it you know i i mean i'm not speaking on black people but it seems like white people ain't learning shit to be honest when you mom know, Luther King, they don't know a goddamn thing about no black folks. Yeah, I don't think they learn anything outside of school. Like it's just the French Revolution or whatever the fuck they tell us. The the and you know, like this is important. Napoleon is important because they told us it was important, but they don't go home and then read a book uh about somebody else's history. That's shit that we do. I mean, some of us, not all of us, but that shit that our parents have to take upon themselves or guardians or whoever to to educate us to be like no you need to also learn about sojourner truth or you need to also learn about uh you know uh uh grover uh grover uh george washington uh carver like you got to learn this shit because no one's gonna teach you this shit um so i don't know but yeah i i definitely think in the ways that we measure education millennials probably they're definitely probably the most underpaid uh over educated even yes uh generation um what i say overpaid underpaid uh and over educated uh as far as you know what they what they're worth and stuff like so yeah and also uh go back to comment about what i was said a lot of that is just the way that the school system teaches because as we went on the little bit that we learn is getting less and less and less and less like that's my thing yeah that's what i was saying as far oh so you're saying like in the history yeah well i think you're right in classes now the even less history is being taught than it was when we were kids like, like that that's more as my far as um the history in america but that's more about our politicians wanting to take it out of school not that's not saying the kids don't have the capacity to learn and maybe they do learn through wikipedia and stuff like that but curriculum wise right yeah they there's a pushback anytime somebody's like well let's do a let's talk about slavery let's talk about um the let's talk about native american history let's talk about uh mexican history i mean how many arguments have we read where it's just like this hurts my feelings and and we're striking it from arizona's textbooks and it's like well those kids now are learning less than what we learned and we ain't learned shit right and so that, that, that's <laughs> kind of my point and that education has nothing to do with your degrees and all that right. other stuff like i'm not saying that the younger generation isn't quote unquote as educated like you say they're more educated than we are actually making less pay than we are actually have more student loans than we have and actually are in more debt than we are right. so you know that part you know i there was no debate about that i'm just saying the little bit we did learn is, is constantly getting stripped and stripped and stripped till eventually a whole history is going to be completely white whitewashed it wouldn't surprise me at one period of time they're going to say slavery wasn't nothing but but a black man and a white man shaking hands and a, and a black man was just happy to go out there and work 
work for free that's mm-hmm. eventually they've what tried that don't get we've tried you know they tried that we've read articles where they tried to oh they had uh some workers mm. yeah. they had yeah. workers get paid they had slaves baby like we're trying so hard to make sure these white people are not in their feelings and that is antithetical to history and to learning yes they you, were you can't, fucking free <laughs> i'm sorry that the facts hurt people's feelings but we need you to get your feelings hurt then because the kid people need to learn so they won't repeat mistakes and why we won't have like a donald trump like we do now because a lot of ahistorical white people feel better about judging black people and shit but they they, they they're wrong you know anyway um we're gonna get to the voicemails actually let me go to the next session now so that we won't get cut off um give me one second uh all right let me go to the next session sorry guys give me one second now you see something now you see now you done fucked up, you know that thing. I see what I'm saying. I, no, I, I thought. No, so, you know what I'm saying? You done I, fucked up now, you know that, don't you? I, yeah, I, No, you done fucked up, don't you? I, no, don't you? <laughs> no, you done fucked up. Without the tape, they had nothing. Alright, we are. Wait, are we live yet? Uh, no, I should probably hit the live button. That would help. All right, so we should be live on my side. I got to wait for Karen to come back. She had to step away for a second. But uh, why don't we check out the tunes of uh, me, Layla, and Karen um, for you guys. Enjoy this song. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. brought to you by uh ride karen and layla um and yeah while we're also waiting on karen why don't i just play a song okay guys um let's see what song do i like right now oh have y'all heard um the song called uh you write by they i don't know if you guys have heard it but i'll play a couple seconds till karen gets back Like, you right, 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 you
Already know what you want, bitch. Why you keep hitting my phone? Mm-hmm. Fuck with a nigga before, just wait till I get in my zone. Mm-hmm. Fuck all the silly talk. Mom and told me never hit it wrong. Mm-hmm. Certain shit a nigga pick up on. You cannot trick me, the jig is up. Never up, bitch, like, uh. Evidently, you don't. Little boy ain't no chump. Real nigga don't. Alright, she back. Let's go ahead and do it. Uh, let's get into y'all's voicemails, guys. Uh, here's the first one. Hey, Ron, Karen, it's Brian. I've been listening for a few years now. And uh, Monday night, I was listening to your show about this march. And, yeah, I don't think it was really for us. I think everybody came for their own reasons. Some are coming to fight racism. But most of them are there to fight a sexist or a plutocrat. And everything else is just secondary or third. You know? I'm sure the uh, Bernie cult's going to say this was all Bernie Sanders and that uh, revolution dust he kept promising to sprinkle on everything. So it might help everything, you know, add a little bit to everything that's on the left. But at the end of the day, everybody's going to split up and focus on their own priorities. And maybe we'll get a little bump, but not much and not for very long but that's just how i see it all right love the show guys bye thank you brian thank you sweetie and uh yeah i pretty much agree completely me too and and i actually kind of feel bad that i don't feel something you know what i mean like i almost i kind of feel bad i wish i did but i don't want to get on this microphone a lot of people i i just kind of i'm like i hope kind of you know i hope people are listening and gonna do the very tough work of trying to change so that we don't end up in the same situation in four years but you know i don't know how anyone can feel any confidence in that uh next hi rod and karen i am a fan and i don't know how to do the thing that you tell us to do on itunes but if i could figure it out i would totally say awesome 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 but I'm listening to the episode where you play intro, and I married my husband. Well, I met my husband when I was 16, but I married him at 25. And you played that song, and I hadn't heard it in years. I even forgot it existed and had to go to Spotify and listen to the whole album. I'm hoping that you don't say that they molested somebody or raped somebody. <laughs> or terrible. But that song took me back i had to like put it in my playlist for like me and babe like that was that was a throwback that was so amazing i love you guys peace oh uh, thank you thank you and to the uh, best of our knowledge they had but twitter will let us know well i'm sad to tell you they are serial rapists and <laughs> no, they not, man. wait till you see the behind mm-hmm. the music with intro they it look, is a doozy music, you are not gonna enjoy that one at all <laughs> just no. crime after woman beating you name it you name <laughs> it you name it they done it they done it why a woman beating rob, robbing people i mean <laughs> Just all kinds of elderly people. It was really bad. It was really bad. Ah! But uh you I mean, but if it's jamming right, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy your album, player. <laughs> Don't let me stop. What you. up, Rod and Karen? Uh long time listener, first time caller. I really had planned on doing my first time call maybe at another time. 
So I'm just going to make this quick, and I'm going to let you know the secrets that you obviously need to know. Mr. Rod, a.k.a. Rodimus Prime, the greatest man podcasting, and his partner in crime, Miss Karen. Uh, the warming up of a leftover burrito, how to properly do it, and even add a little bit of flavor, zest, and pizzazz, I guess you can say. Now, me personally, native California, a.k.a. North Mexico. We know all about burritos out here. We got taquerias. We got taco trucks. We got roach coaches. You name it, we got it. Mexican food slash super burrito connoisseur over here. Here's the trick, Rod. First of all, when actually eating the burrito before it becomes the leftover, you must make sure that the foil is tilt down in a way to where the bottom of the burrito continues to stay intact and flat if possible. Mm -hmm. Number two. Once we have removed the foil from the burrito and we are at the reheating stage, whether it's the next day or hours later, you're going to go with the oven over the microwave. You had it right. The microwave gets things slimy, sloppy, wet, frozen on the inside. No good. You have to go with the oven. Now, mind you, it takes just a little longer to heat up and to preheat, but it's definitely worth it because of the things that it adds. You put it on a flat baking sheet, whether it's got sides or not, a pan of cookie sheet, whatever it is, uh, even if it's a circle of a, a, a pizza pan, you put it on that pan with that flat bottom that I was speaking of earlier, that way it's standing up. You don't want to lay it on its mm. side because if you lay it on its side, it's going to burn one half of the tortilla. No bueno. You stand it straight up, you turn your oven on, you preheat your oven to 400 degrees. I know, juvenile album. You see me, I eat, sleep, shit, and talk rap. Okay, I, I'll just be in the music. I go off on tangents sometimes, my bad. But um, 400 degrees, toss it in the oven. You toss it in that oven on 400 degrees for really, I wouldn't say I have an exact amount of time. Just check on it every couple of minutes or so. And by the time you see the cheese or whatever the ingredients are that you like the most bubbling up through the top, it's normally ready. But what that also does is it gives the outside layer a nice little extra crisp and a bite in mm. when you go in for it, which is freaking awesome. And it also lets all those juices and everything heat up and saturate and marinate and continue to mix. And it just, it brings so much more flavor out of the actual meat that's in it, whether it's al pastor, carne asada, the uh, pollo, or pollo loco, like they call it out here, but or, or whatever the case is. It, it, just, it gets to sit in those flavors and in those spices. It gets to heat up like that. It just, it melts and molds everything together. And when you bite into that leftover burrito after being heated up in that oven, it is even better than the first bite, the second bite, or even the most important fifth bite of the natural burrito before it became the leftover burrito. Mm. I think I'm reaching three minutes, so I'm going to hang it up on that one. I'll call you guys back later on and do my original introduction plan and all that stuff. But just know <laughs> that you guys have a super, super, super huge mega fan out here in Sacramento, California. I love y'all, man. Real talk. Y'all get me through my work night, my work day. You keep me slapping M efforts in the mouth, almost cuss. Just trust me, I couldn't do this without y'all. Have a good one. Bless them. Oh, thank you, sweetie. You even got folks in the chat room taking notes. You gonna have everybody not having no more burrito problems. Finally, a burrito scientist calls in. I'm glad burrito scientist. I only have one question in all that. Uh, well, actually, I have two. Like, if it got lettuce in it, do I still need to just throw the lettuce out? But also, uh, the second question, um is it still in the foil when i'm reheating it do i need to keep it in that foil or do i take it out of the foil because i couldn't remember did he say take it out 
that's a good question i would probably i mean you can call back but he, I, he a burrito scientist i'll wait for his answers okay, okay? I'm a, so you can hit me on twitter at roderick's prime or you know just let me know yeah, that that you know you figured it out because if you take out a full out of full house it's gonna stand up straight yeah so i don't that's what i'm saying maybe i'm uh, sort of leaving in the fall because you got to keep it flat you can keep it flat in the fall so that you can sit it directly on there right because it'll be flat you know keep, right. as long as you but, keep but it intact up. right because okay. obviously i'm gonna keep the geometric uh structures uh integrity i mean i'm no burrito i'm no come yeah. on buddy i'm come, not i'm not come some, on professional you let us know like you know uh oh i wonder if you if you have like a little stand or something that's oven proof you can kind of make considered in that to get it to stand up straight i don't know well he said keep the bottom of it flat so i can get it to stand up on its own but i'm asking would i also should i keep it in the foil does that add to the flavors and all that stuff keep the juices uh, in i'm just asking okay. i'm just asking these scientific questions let, let us know science burrito next person. <laughs> burrito scientist next <laughs> thank you baby next call Hey, Karen and Rod. This is Tina. Um, I have so much to say to you guys. I'm going to try to talk really slow. So the first thing is about um, that y'all man episode with the song music. Okay, I never, ever knew that. I love Ripley the Sky. I was like, oh, my God, they're all American. I just love it, love it, love it. And I can't imagine being in college with parents. But here's the kicker. When I was, I mean, I'm the same age as you guys, I um, listen to Prince. I'm a big Prince fan. Rest in peace, please. So I'm listening to Prince talk about masturbation. I can make you come. It's hot and wet. And I'm listening to Prince because I started buying his tapes, okay? Um, his tapes from the late 70s when he was nasty, nasty, half-naked, riding on the porch, okay? So my parents was cool with Prince. had Prince all over my uh, uh, bedroom and everything. But you know what? My daddy wasn't cool with cool it. He was not cool with me reading Free Valley High. I remember one time I fell asleep um, on the bed. I had all these books because I'm a nerd. I had to check out like eight books at a time. And he took my books up. He was like, you're not going to read this trash, okay? You're not going to do it. I was like, okay. So, you know, me, I'm still listening to print. And I just went ahead and upgraded. I went from Free Valley High to go to reading Danielle Steele. And if you know about Danielle Steele, that shit was nasty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second thing is about the gay report that y'all did on um, today, today's episode. I'll let you know what that is in just a second. Uh, uh, Baggy eggs. Let me tell you something. I'm gay, okay? And not only am I gay, like a nerd out moment, this is what I'm writing my dissertation on. Like all of my research is on this gay, gay racism. Um, when you talk about that club, that happens everywhere. And it's not just the owner, it's the stuff. I mean, I've talked to people, you know, in Atlanta, because I'm in Atlanta now, and they would talk about how in the 80s and 90s that, you know, you had to be with two white people per one black person to get into a club. Mm-hmm. And that's why the club was segregated. Or, you know, you go to a place and they would ask for five pieces of ID, which is really crazy back in the day. And it's just constant. There's a documentary that you and Karen might want to check out called um, Tongues Untied by Marlon Riggs. He was a documentarian. And... um He's from Hesaba, Georgia, and he talks about going to San Francisco in the 70s, right? Because everybody's like, yo, I got to go to the big city without a suppression. And he talks about walking through the Castro, which is a known gay district, and how he was invisible, unseen, and a nigga still. So the roots of racism are real because these gay folks, 
Yeah, okay, cool. They were someone of the same gender, but they don't give a fuck. And I know for a fact they was riding with Trump. And mm-hmm. the thing is, all all the gay marriage, all the um, excuse me, HIV training intervention, it's gonna be over. And just like that we talked about a couple months ago, these people and I say these people, I'm talking about my folks. They were worried about gay marriage, which is cool and cute, but there's other fucking issues. There's other issues of marginality. And at the end of the day, these folks are like, yo, I'm all about my white privilege. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, yeah, I could go on and on. Anyway, I love you guys so much. I'm pretty sure I'm going to call you before the week is over. Okay? So, talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye, baby. Thank you. And she was right. She did call before the week was over uh a few a few minutes later tongues united tongues united okay cool thank you i'm writing it down hey karen tongues untied. um one more thing Damn, i'm like having the brain part uh this is about mike pence i know mm. you guys know that he's in gay conversion therapy which is basically i'm going to electrocute the game inside of you i just think that's crazy but not only is it crazy it's a little suspect mm. some of the most homophobic transphobic folks are people that were dibbling and dabbling with the gays, okay? To look at some of this ex-gay movement. Those are the people that were just setting it off on the left and the right. And I just think it's crazy that Mike Pence is like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just go ahead and pass legislation. And again, these gay folks knew what was going to happen. Okay, so the second point is I get a chance the white women with a dabble of black people march. I went to the one in Atlanta. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I also go to Black Lives Matter marches. And let me tell you, the shit was different. The police was high-fiving and smiling at people, and the motherfucking crowd was cheering for the cops. Because, of course, their issues are completely, completely different. And one of the things I tell my partner is, yo, will these people be out here with Black Lives Matter? Because when I was riding with Black Lives Matter, it was an air of intimidation and threat of you got shit to lose. That march was like, hey, buddy, what do you need? You need a job? How are you doing? Everybody's smiling, talking to me. Um, it was just completely different. It was like a suburbanization, beautification of a march. Right? People had the kids like, oh, my God, we could be active in the movement. And this is what breeds the issues. Because until y'all see all this intersection shit, I can't really fuck with you. You know what I mean? It's cool. We got the point. It was beautiful to see all the people down there, but I was just like, some of y'all playing, right? Some of y'all playing. Some of y'all voting for Trump, and then you're trying to come out here to appease yourself because it's not real. But all right, um, have an awesome day. Oh, happy new year. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. Thank Ev- you, sweetie. Forever, ever, every time you call, I will always be like, oh, did you call? Oh, it's Tina. My bad, Tina. My bad, Tina. <laughs> I really got to pay attention at 305. Um, but uh yeah two things that i wanted to say was uh one um i don't the thing with the whole like this person might be gay because they like really come down on gay people and and gay issues i mean you are you know in the community so i can understand how you might feel differently or whatever and you probably got some like gaydar or something that i probably don't ain't even really got but um i don't say it because a lot of times i think it gets conflated to where people use it as an insult as if to say this dude's homophobic because he is gay and being gay is bad you know what i mean 
um so i don't i personally don't truck in it um that that's not to judge you for doing it or whatever i just want to be 100 percent clear but um so that's one of the reasons i don't say it even if i would have thought that maybe he's closeted or something i wouldn't say i I wouldn't say it because i don't think there's so many cases where the person obviously isn't and they just they just hate gay people and they and they hate gay people because uh, i mean lgbt people i mean to be honest they hate the whole spectrum because they've been taught that and it's been reinforced and they've been they've learned this shit and they you know they've decided that i'm gonna be a hateful person and sometimes you know it really is like that dude that had that church that was anti-gay and then he got caught with a, a male prostitute in a hotel and shit and then sometimes it's really just i hate you you know um you know it's like how people can hate black people and they ain't black you know um so sometimes i don't and i like i said i can't speak for mike pence i don't know that dude and like in addition to his conversion therapy he has horrible views on abortion he wanted to make sure that abortion even in case of rape was outlawed because he said if we do that women will go out and start trying to get raped so they can get an abortion so you know like following that logic he probably rapist too you know what i mean like it's just that it's like he's a fucked up evil human being so i don't know uh what else to say about him so he sucks um but thank you thank you for the call thank you for the call baby um all right next yo what up niggas this is leonard leonard say what's up happy new year i know we are 27 days into the year whatever it's the first voicemail or feedback interaction of 2017 you know what i mean so i just wanted to give y'all a shout and um you know i want to definitely give a shout out also to um, everybody in the Facebook group. Today is Friday, the 27th or whatever. And uh, my birthday was this Tuesday, the 24th. You know what I'm saying? And they made a bread for me in the uh, Facebook group or whatever, giving me some birthday love. So I want to thank everybody in the Facebook group who showed love for me on the 20, uh, 24th of, of the month or whatever. My birthday, my 37th birthday. I think it's getting old and shit. Bread is coming in. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit is crazy, but... Yeah, man, thank you to everybody that showed love on my birthday or whatever. I had a had a great day and everything like that. And, you know, y'all contributed to that. And I definitely got to, you know, show love to Ryan and Karen. Once again, I've done it many times, but you got to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Got to give y'all love and, and many thanks for keeping us informed and entertained in this crazy world that we live in. Y'all provide a great service. A lot of people show you love, but we need to continue to do that. And hopefully that, you know, makes you feel as good as you make us feel. You know what I'm saying? So one love to that. Oh, and one more thing before I hang up, because I'm getting close to my three minutes. Rod, you and Justin were definitely right about Legends of Chamberlain Heights. That shit is funny as hell. I've been watching it um, at work when I had my break and everything. That shit is funny as fuck, my nigga. So <laughs> y'all definitely got a good one with that. But um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. You know what I'm saying? Once again, much love and appreciation for the service that you and Karen provide. Thank you to everybody that showed me birthday love. And uh, let's let's continue to be great in 2017 and beyond. All right, yo. Peace. 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 Thank you, Leonard. Hear from you, sweetie. Yeah, nigga, we're getting old. And I'm glad you uh, enjoyed Legends of Chamberlain Heights, man. Could not recommend that show any higher than it is. Um, very inappropriate and very funny. Uh, <laughs> ah, yes, it is. God, that's my show. Uh, all right. 
let's go to the uh next one we got three more good evening this is sierra aka at mom's drag with swag i did not send you an email this week but um i wanted to call and leave a voicemail specifically for rod and justin Karen, hey Queen Karen, how you doing? I know you're looking lovely as usual. Um, I be living for your blanket. I just want to let you know that blanket gives me life. I love that you be cuddled up. I'm sure in the in the man's apartment you be cold as hell (laughs) because typical man is always 60 degrees in a damn house. (laughs) But anyway, this is for Rod and Justin. So I listen to you know I'm a premium subscriber and I was listening to pregame and y'all was talking about that show Ghost in the Hood. Mm. fucking around with Rod I done me and my mama done watched the show my mom came down for the weekend and I'm like mom let's watch this show that I heard on my podcast Black Guys Who Tip Rod this show funny as fuck why did you have me watching this show now I got to watch all three episodes on the man fucking around with you <laughs> fucking around with you I got to watch all three episodes cause this shit is funny as hell first of all you got the dude the nephew who don't know shit about ghosts, <laughs> who's just freaking the fuck out. He's just freaking out constantly. Yes. Then you got the owner, the CEO of OPO, <laughs> who went to the swap meet in Compton and was like, you know what? I'm going to just get all the velour sweatsuits. <laughs> I'm not just going to get one. I'm going to get the blue one, the gray one, the black one. one. You name it. I'm going to get it. So that shit was crazy. And I know this, this, uh, Message's gonna get long, but don't do it. Don't cut me off. <laughs> also, I just wanna let you guys know white people news is a revelation. It's a revelation for me. It is calming. Fuck a yoga. I just need white people news. Fuck a yoga. I just need white people news. And the new segment, That's Your Man, it just brings me a sigh of relief. Because, you know, I work in a white man's career, and I just look at all the white, the white people, the Trump supporters, the, the Trump pensers. That's what we call them. We don't call them white people no more. By the way, Karen, we don't call them white people no more. We just call them the Trump pensers. I just look at all the Trump pensers, and then I'm listening to black guy who tips, and I'm like, that's y'all man. That's y'all man. Get y'all man. But anyway, I just want to let you know I, I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. And... Please uh, let us know when the next Comic-Con or whatever thing is going on in North Carolina, because I would love to bring me and my son down there to meet you guys, because um, my four-year-old, who I know oh. should not be listening to the show, we listen to the show together, and we both be cracking the fuck up, <laughs> especially when we play Guess the Race. <laughs> yeah, my child do play Guess the Race. It is now a family home entertainment game. Thanks to Hasbro and the black guy who tips. So I just want to tell you guys, I love you guys. And Rod, again, you ain't shit. Ain't never going to be shit. And got me watching the show Ghost in the Hood. That's funny as shit. You guys have a great one. Love you lots. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Thank you, babe. Now, she does call back twice, so we'll get to those. Mm -hmm. But, uh, oh, wait, let me stop this. Uh, So, uh, but yeah, um, Ghost in the Hood is so good. I think it he, is. I think he calls his um, suits, his jogging suits, suede cedos, like like tuxedos, but suede cedos. And y'all, he got every single. Well, I tell you, every color: black and blue. Yeah, blue with black stripes, yellow with pink stripes. Oh, it's, On the it's pregame, crazy. Justin was like. Yeah, man, what store you think he get that from? I was like, store? Nigga, you know he go down to the swap meet 
every like give me every color like i've like, like all the colors all of them right uh sir how, how how many of these do you want oh i want all the all of them every last suit i mean everything we got in stock everything you got in stock you know what i'm gonna keep both of these silvers because like it when the sun shine like this one catch the light a little different let me get both of them <laughs> this one's silver and black and yeah. this one's silver and blue i take them both that's my shit uh next Hey, you guys, again, it's Sierra, a.k.a. at Mom's Drag with Swag. I just wanted to send an additional voicemail to talk a little bit about uh, Cassette Michelle, mm. a.k.a. Bitch So Woke She Sleep. <laughs> um, I was listening to the podcast about, you know, the Southern Charm podcast and how y'all were talking about how she went on the Breakfast Club and talk about how she was bamboozled how she was hoodwinked, how she was jigabooed, how she gave them a price, and they said, no, bitch, we ain't got that. And then they told her, we'll give her this. And then at the end of the day, they said, no, bitch, we ain't got that. That was like Chrisette Michelle getting one of those checks in the mail, like, you've been pre-approved for $5,000. And then you go see your foreman, and they be like, suck, bitch, you're broke. You ain't getting shit. to Cassette Michelle, Cassette Michelle, a.k.a. So Woke She Sleep. Um, I just want to say there's something that that's called when you, when the white man, when the Trump tenses say, hey, we want you to come and entertain us, Jigaboo, and we want you to sing and dance, and um, we're not going to pay you. You're going to work for free, and you're never going to meet Massa. That's, that's, uh, what is that called? Oh, okay, I get it. Slavery. <laughs> slavery. When you work for free and you never get to meet master. See, back in the oh, days no. of, uh, slavery, you would work the fields and most of those slaves would never see master unless he was strolling on through. You would entertain the subjects, master's concubines and confidence, but you would never see master. Congratulations, Cassette Marcel. You are the 2017 slave. Mm. Congratulations. Welcome. Go on down to the cabin and get your ass whipping. <laughs> I just wanted to let you guys know that because she's sitting there all shocked and all. And it's like, what you expect? Just like niggas go nig, whites go white. Mm-hmm. The fuck you expect? With your little basquat, beautiful skirt, beautiful skirt. None of them motherfuckers understand who that nigga is. Mm-hmm. They went home talking about you like this. Oh, yeah, you know that nigga? Uh, <laughs> what's her name? Oh, I think it was uh, Kim Burrell. No one, Kim Burrell. Whatever that black bitch name is. You see what she had on? Yeah, she had some paint niggas on her skirt. Yeah, she did have some paint niggas on her skirt. She was talking some shit. I got a number, but she's on block. Because at the end of the day, they would want to hear shit joke, coon. Nigga, Dawson ass got to say, oh, you fucked yourself. You played yourself. <laughs> you know you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up. Rod, cue the audio. Uh-huh. Anyway, I love you guys. You go back to bed. Because I'm about uh-huh. to do the same. No, actually, I'm about to finish watching Ghost in the Hood because, again, Rod ain't shit. And he got me into this trash that I love so <laughs> vibrantly. You have a good night. Oh God! <laughs> All right, so the 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 clip I was gonna I would play for her is uh from Legends. This nigga, cause she definitely gets a diss nigga for that. Also, I found out that she um uh, was against Black Lives Matter marching 
like two years ago so all this i speak on behalf of the black people i'm gonna go meet them so they can see who they're talking about bullshit man and and honestly dog i'm only really all the shit i heard was kind of like like roll your eyes i felt the same about her as steve harvey taking his dumb ass down there and shit it really wasn't till um she said she didn't get paid that i was like okay now this is angry this is making me anger like this make me have anger okay like i was i wasn't angry before you ain't even get no coins for free nigga for free like singing for the obamas for free i understand me too i understand it's a huge historical moment they can do something for your career they got plenty of black people around the country that put on for them it's good for your brand and your image yes sir like so many people see them as black people goals right yeah they do man ain't none of them white folks you know the white folks call her colored when she left you know they was like the colored girl was good too you know <laughs> like did oh he, my i tell time you under your name girl i didn't pick the, i didn't catch the name of that piccadilly but she was good too <laughs> mm-hmm. she was singing good better than a horse fly on a horse's tail you know do you remember the <laughs> name of that precious negro that was up there yeah. singing that great song that i liked earlier <laughs> oh man all right last one <laughs> and this is long i know y'all like this bitch is stalking but i have <laughs> one more thing to say this is how you know i'm not only a premium subscriber but i listen to your show every day all day it wakes me up it puts me to bed i love it i just had one more thing to say y'all had made a comment on fucking with black people uh when y'all were talking about billy eichner and how he pretty much snapped on Queen Latifah, like trying to tell her, telling her to come out already. Mm. Me and my four-year-old, again, who should not be watching this show, but he also should not be watching Family Guy. But guess what? Ain't nothing wrong if it's fucking funny. And he don't understand the shit anyway. He just laughing at a loud gay guy just being loud, white, and yelling at people in the street. The shit is funny. <laughs> but Billy Eichner, when he commented about Queen Latifah, he was just making a joke. He literally was just making a joke. Stephen Colbert was on there, and he was just making a joke. Um, I wasn't really fucked with like that because I feel like everybody in a mama know Queen Latifah gay. She don't need to out herself, and I think that was a part of the joke that why don't she just come out already? Well, nigga, everybody knows she out. Everybody knows who she is. She don't need to come out. She Queen, Queen Latifah. That's like the brat coming out. We don't need the fucking the bread to come out. We already know what it is. That's like Neil Patrick Harris coming out. We don't need that nigga to come out. We already know what it is. But I think he was just making a joke. And then also, um, you know, I also told you in the email, I listened to the Throw and Shade podcast. The one thing I like about their podcast is that they don't speak about shit that they don't know about, which is nigga shit. But I do think it was very funny that both of their asses, March in the Women's March mm. over the inauguration weekend. They asses marched in the inauguration march. And on their podcast, they were talking about some of their favorite posters that they saw, their favorite banners that they saw. You know, the motherfuckers did not mention none of those posters that, hey, by the way, 53% of white women voted for Trump. Or that poster <laughs> that said, I hope to see y'all niggas at the next Black Lives Matter movement march mm. they didn't mention those posters they mentioned all the happy go lucky posters which lets me know that 
these white people know that they're in the, this bubble. Even though he's gay, even though she's feminasty, they're still in this fucking bubble. And that's one of the things that I always found entertaining about them is because they do not speak about shit they don't know about mm. unless they have a black woman on the show. They have the, they have had the black woman who did the Loving Hip Hop reunions on the show. I can't remember her name right now because, you know, one bottle of Chardonnay keeps the memories away. So you know how that goes. But Nina Parker. I know her name. I like that they don't talk about shit that they don't know about. But the shit is sometimes, it does get frustrating because, it does get frustrating because I would like them to speak out about shit, but at the same time, I don't want them to make me hate them. So I'm pretty, I appreciate the fact that they know they're ignorant, they acknowledge that they're ignorant, and they just move forward and talk about gay rights and gay issues and women's rights and women's issues, kind of like you guys do. They, you know, kind of like you guys do. But um, I don't think Billy Eichner did nothing that wrong. I, I think the, the the funny in the joke, which I got, I encourage you guys to watch it because it is funny. Mm-hmm. You know, drink some tea, Karen, and sit back and watch laugh at this gay motherfucker shouting at people on the street. It's fucking random and it's fucking funny. But I think one of the things about the joke that made it funny was that everybody in their mama know Queen Latifah gay. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody in their mama know that Stedman is a motherfucker hiding on... Oprah's plantation in the left quarters <laughs> surrounded by unicorns. Everybody know that shit. Everybody know he got a pet unicorn. Everybody know he got a pet errand boy. Everybody know that. These are things that we know. You get what I'm saying? So I didn't see too much harm in it. So I was only going, I was going to give it a zero, honestly, because it was like if I was any other person, I'd have been like, oh, okay, well, why he talking about Queen Latifah like that? But then it was like, everybody in their mama knew she did, so it was just fucking funny. And Queen Latifah got Oprah money, so she don't really got to fucking come out. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. She can have a bitch chained to a fucking dog chain like Snoop Dogg and to play his ball. Ain't nobody going to say shit to her. But um, like you said, in the words of Karen and Ryan, ain't nothing wrong if it's funny. And I found the shit funny. And I just wanted to share that with y'all, and I just wanted to tell y'all I love you, y'all. But I also appreciate the fact that y'all said that y'all were fucked with, because I did not think about it in that way until Karen addressed it. So I want to let you guys know I love you for that. And then also these Oscars, I'm still not going to watch them shit. <laughs> even with Viola Davis being three times nominated and Denzel finally getting his fucking nomination, finally Denzel getting his nomination. It's still racism. Mm. They just throwing this shit and I say, see niggas, see niggas, we giving y'all something. Shut the fuck up. Mm. So my son is calling me, so I just want to let y'all know I love you and I'm going to stop calling you. Uh, Have a great night. You too. Thank, Thank you, you, Sierra. Uh, and then, yeah, only things I would add is, yeah, we didn't have a full context because we didn't have the clip or mm-hmm. anything. It was just the comments they were reporting on. Um I can see how in the context of a joke and if, you know, the segment, uh, if that like man on the street, uh, how that would be funny and stuff. I'm not trying to say it's not, <clears throat> but even in, even in jest, it's, it says something that, uh, people feel like you owe it to them to be out and especially, uh, to a black woman to tell her that from a white dude. Um, I mean, it's it still fuck with me even as it might be funny you know what i mean even it still kind of fucks with me a little bit but like say he had picked like tom cruise or something like that another person that people make that joke about a lot um 
i mean i get the i get the gist of the joke is what i'm saying i'm not trying to say i'm it, it makes me wonder like what made you pick queen latifah and then when he kind of the way he explained it um of like well you so strong and powerful you need to come out and do this and i'm just every time i hear that about black women uh like take on this additional burden because you can handle it because i think i look up to you as a black woman it always comes off a little bit like well how much shit are we gonna ask black women to take for us to feel better as a society like it's not it, it like you said it won't change she got money she got it won't change her life necessarily um like it wouldn't be us wanting her to do it because she needs something it would be us wanting her to do it so that we get something out of it and that feels unfair to me um as far as you know it feels unfair to tell somebody you have to come out for us but at the same time i didn't see the segment i'm if it's funny then it's funny you know i'm not gonna you know i've laughed at a lot of shit that i don't agree with but it's funny you know what i mean so i i would have to see the segment and i'm you know I, I like i didn't come away like this motherfucker i hate him is but yeah when you're reading something it's definitely different than when you're watching it you know i'm sure if you printed out segments of our podcast and gave it to people people wouldn't necessarily relate to some of the shit true um <clears throat> anyway though thank you so much for um uh, for calling in mm, thank you for all the voicemails yeah and i think denzel got nominated for training day for sure yeah, i think he won for training day and yeah said he won for glory oh he won for glory i know he was nominated i didn't know if he won but he won for glory good for him man all right so yeah but he definitely uh won for training day because i remember people the the thing for me with denzel is how did he not get the 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 joint for uh malcolm x that was the one that was his they owe him like training day felt like a consolation prize like yes it y'all owed him one motherfuckers that that he was malcolm nigga if i close my eyes and think about it i would be like malcolm x in my head i might picture denzel with them glasses i don't know all right let's get to uh the emails then we'll give away these calendars all right uh email time uh moment of clarity nick writes in it's up to you if you want to read this on show i'm gonna read it i mean i don't know what else it says hey Roddy karen i'm a 26 year old black male living in indiana i discovered you all's podcast last summer and i've been listening every day since i'm an introvert like you rod and i also laugh hysterically like you karen oh that's a horrible combination combination <laughs> i don't know how you deal with that this podcast is a level of blackness that i've never experienced i've been pretty politically and socially aware of what's happening in the u.s and in some parts of the world for about six years now i only had an inter- i only had an overview of all the bs that people go- of color go through and particularly black women not until listening to you all did i realize my own pri- privilege through me being a male and how black men can opt out of certain forms of oppression i thank you for your wisdom and comedic insight even when you know you're in a bubble it is still hard to see the blind spots i'm in a pretty liberal bubble i do venture out to see what other points of views look like because no one has all the answers with that being said i did support bernie in the primaries but ended up voting for hillary in the general i supported him because i believe we need to rapidly deal with climate change and he pushed to get money out of the politics the hardest the oil lobby is one of the biggest things preventing the u.s from moving forward on this <clears throat> i will become a paid member and go back and listen to the podcast from during the primaries to better understand y'all feelings towards bernie so you do not really have to explain i know you probably said plenty during the primaries lol yeah we've talked about bernie at nauseum on here but for the record and i've said this i don't know probably hundreds of times at this point i would have voted for bernie if 
if the difference between him and trump then then it's bernie it's not really like that was the part that was weird to me or the people that were like i'm so pro bernie but i wouldn't vote for hillary that's stupid if, if anything they voted like 94 percent of the time they voted together while they were uh in, in 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 congress together like only an idiot would then turn around and be like i don't want 94 percent of bernie that's that's dumb and vice versa too i there's you know it, it when it was time to vote i it was more important to me to keep trump out of the white house than it was to be mad at bernie sanders i'm right. sorry i mean i don't think i think he was sold to us very incorrectly uh with the whole like he black people best friend shit because it's not true right but you didn't need to do all that which is which is sad that his fans felt that he, they needed to do the he marched with him okay they could have literally just literally just said look he ain't really the hippest motherfucker he don't really he hasn't built a lot of black inroads and coalitions but here's what matters he's for this this and this and that's what i vote you know like people would have been okay but uh yeah his fans kind of ruined that for him yes they did the other thing i wanted to ask you about is your views on the young turks i consider myself a progressive and i really do not uh let's see i really do not i guess play the games that a lot of major media outlets play i have been uh watching the young turks for six years and this is when i began to notice people like the right wing males tend to get away with anything imaginable anyway if you can point out to a video or issue you disagree with them on so i can understand why you all do not like them so much i honestly would not have known about the many injustices injustices around the world to various minority communities let alone the frequency of black men and women being assaulted by the police or being targeted by banks if not for them listening to you all uh took that to a whole whole new level and i just definitely think the black perspective is lacking from a lot of conversations for example i'm for feminism and support women's march earlier today but it was not until hearing karen talk about how women of color were such a minority in the crowds karen was exactly right where were all these people last year when it really mattered the, that was two to three levels deeper than i realized i listened to more than the young turks for news now but i just wanted to see what i might have missed or if we just had difference of opinion i have some uh i've seen some it's intense stories reported up from them and they seem like they do care uh did you want to go first or i guess i can go first uh my issues with the with the young turks is that the young turks don't care black black issues um i this is just my personal thing i don't feel like they care particularly when it came between bernie and hillary they was pro Bernie and it was a hundred percent fuck Hillary Clinton. Um, and it was a lot of shit that, uh, cause a lot of people look, look at the young Turk as a news outlet. And sometimes they don't treat themselves as a news outlet. They treat themselves as we formed an opinion and we're going to, uh, form our words in a way because this is how we feel. Netroots is a conference put together. Ooh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. And it's one of those things that I personally have a problem <clears throat> with that. Um, and also, uh, to me, is one of the things where uh, they are very blind when it comes to racial stuff. They're very blind on certain LGTB, LGTBQ issues. A lot of times they have problems with Black Lives Matter on a lot of issues. And it's just one of those things where I know that a lot of people do get educated from them. They do learn from them. They, 
overall they serve a purpose but at the same time as a person of color i look and i go well i i don't need to get my news source from an outlet that cater to, to white people um and it's one of those things where they've done in my opinion things to actually harm um also and it's in my opinion i they're not my favorite news source i wouldn't look to them for news um like i said before i'm glad you're educated getting education from them but i don't care too much for them go ahead uh yeah um there's a few things for me the first starts with uh there was a conference called netroots where uh political candidates come and, and talk to different audiences and stuff uh uh elon james white is a person that was there and he facilitates a lot of media stuff there um interviews people all kinds of stuff um and so there was a protest at netroots where uh some women representing i believe at the time black lives matter um uh basically disrupted the candidates because they wanted them to speak about the violence against black people um you know i think sandra bland had just been killed or or died in police custody and they were like say her name and all that stuff right and essentially um the young turk sink unger whatever his name is he came out and in a segment um protesters disrupt bernie sanders net Roots nation speech is you can find it on youtube but he basically came out and said like y'all y'all are turning on your the, the good guys this is you know um basically pulling like the fragile like look what you guys are doing you're turning you're turning us against you you're making us racist almost like which is a, a response that happens a lot because it was more about protecting bernie sanders rather than making him a better candidate because honestly i feel like white people have been extremely insecure about bernie sanders and his gaping blind spot when it comes to race he continually switches to the economy rather than talk about race and you can't you can't do that and make black people feel like you know us i'm sorry but you can't because you nobody that truly knows black people would think that way or say that to us about when we speak on racism because no matter how the well the economy is doing when you weigh for all factors black people still will have more unemployment and that's where you deal with like okay let's just look at the college grads still more okay let's just look at people with phds it's still more okay let's just look at how much people get paid it's still more like still less for for black people okay well let's just look at resumes still still like just a resume it could be the same they've done studies so the fact that he didn't want to acknowledge that as much as he wanted to talk about the economy he's it said a lot about him the fact that when they're saying talk about this topic of uh us dying in the streets and you're going i will say her name but first let's talk about the economy it was a no-go right um so for these people to kind of protect him to the point where they got mad at black lives matter and said protest was not the answer interrupting it wasn't the answer now you're going well okay that's just their opinion differences of opinion that's fine but then when code pink which is another organization that was protesters and disrupt like president obama and all this stuff when they when code pink was interrupting like president obama they were pro that so that so so now i'm like okay 
so which is it because that feels hypocritical to me it's as if you're saying well code pink's issues i understand and i think this is what protesters need to do but this black shit you guys are just in the way just shut up and vote for the guy that we tell you to vote for um so there's that there's also the fact that you know he praised donald trump uh for that carrier deal where donald trump uh supposedly saved all these jobs when he really was just lying um and spinning and the company came out and said that shit had nothing to do with the jobs but he went on couldn't wait to hop on twitter and praise him for that um uh and that that's the kind of shit that he you know he's like oh obama would have never done it and it's just like that's the kind of exact white liberal that we're talking about when we say we don't really fuck with them you know what i mean like he's uh that like the young turks are really representative of that tone deaf white liberal that if you ever question or say anything about them race racially or saying they come up short or whatever they're just gonna start pulling out their bona fides of like well i covered when so-and-so died or something it's like yo dog it just because you did that doesn't make you right about everything and just because i'm saying you seem to be very dismissive of black issues doesn't mean you can throw black death in my face and be like well see we did talk about when trayvon martin was shot like that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying every day that's you know a lot of white liberals are like that where it's like no critique against michelle prosper um and it just helps it just keeps us from feeling included in the discussion you know so i think that's a major part of it i'm trying to see if i can play the clip by a lot of progressives in the country it started uh i basically had a daily coast a very popular blog uh, on the uh, left side of the spectrum and uh, they get there to discuss many of the progressive issues oftentimes candidates show up especially obviously in in a year where there are primaries and a lot of them running and so in this case same thing martin o'malley shows up bernie sanders shows up hillary clinton did not show up okay when Martin O'Malley uh, is speaking, and he's having a Q&A. Oh, yeah, and that's the other thing I forgot to mention. They, at this time, they were so in the tank for Bernie, which a lot of progressives were, a lot of young white progressives specifically were. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, well, Hillary Clinton didn't even show up to Netroots. And everybody was like, oh, she'll get hers. And she did. I was like, oh, she'll get protested too, like, if she would have shown up she would have got protested it's not like black people didn't realize she didn't show up people were like the people who did show up we're going to force them to talk about an issue that is important to us and more important than whatever the fuck shit you want to talk about like i don't care about a trade agreement if i can go outside get killed and nobody goes to jail for it right you know like that's that's it might be more important to me than whatever the fuck you're talking about hey back and forth um protesters uh that are that say that they're with Black Lives Matter um, come up and start protesting. Now, O'Malley is from Baltimore. He was governor of Maryland. There's some logical nexus there. They even get up on stage. So let's show you a video of that and then discuss whether this was right or wrong. Demonstrators have just taken over O'Malley's time on stage here at Netroots. So right now, here today, we want to take a moment to acknowledge the lives lost, specifically the black women's lives that are lost. If I die in police custody! If I die in police custody! 
That was Martin O'Malley saying the exact wrong thing you want to say. Mm-hmm. Black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter. Mm-hmm. He did, and honestly, he didn't know better. And it was a learning moment because they sat down with him and explained some shit. And he realized he fucked up. And later, I think he apologized even. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? How many black people have killed police officers this year? How many? Exactly. Okay. How many? Stop talking that bullshit. I'm trying to respond to the call of your question as best I can. Do not generalize this shit. I want an actual conversation to happen. Please, let's do this. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Specifically, I believe every police department in America should have to report in an open and transparent and timely way all police-involved shootings, all discourtesy complaints, and all brutality complaints. Okay, and they continued to chant, and uh, they had to wrap it up. So is this a productive way of going about things? Now, it's easy for me to say it's not. Uh, and I think that others can come in and say, look, uh, they didn't have this on the agenda to the point that they should have. In fact, one person is about to say that in the next video we're going to show you, uh, and that they had to bring issue uh, this attention to this issue, and the best way to do that is while a presidential contender, such as he is, uh, is on the stage. I understand all of that, and I've said this many times in the past. So you say your piece, you bring attention to it, and we'd be covering it just the same, right? And then we'd be giving you credit for it. But instead, when you don't let him speak, well, then people go, okay, but but then it seemed like you were being unfair to him. And he's not against you. He's largely on your side. Now, he stepped in it by saying black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter. Now, is that true? Of course that's true, right? But they say within this context that that wasn't the best thing to say. In fact, I'll get to that in a second here, uh, legitimate criticism of that statement, right? Now, Bernie Sanders comes on next. They do the same thing to Bernie Sanders. Okay, let's see a report from them. I wanted them to say their names on camera, on stage. I was told that a couple more minutes and then we'll be together. They wanted them to address what they see as widespread institutional racism throughout the United States. For a lot of them, they did not seem satisfied by what they saw. While Senator Sanders was speaking, a lot of them just walked out on him right before he was finished. Should I continue with leave? Yeah, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. It's okay with me. Listen, I don't know how black lives, of course, matter. And I've spent 50 years of my life fighting for civil rights and for dignity. But if you don't want me to be here, that's okay. No, sir, You're on the- now, that for him was a tactical mistake. Because that's very much the laser fair white liberal response to any time you like... I want to talk about this black issue and they do the well look man i mean if you don't want me around if you think i'm some kind of racist then i'll leave and it's like yep of course you'll leave because that's what your privilege allows you to do is to opt out of this conversation i can't opt out of the conversation because this shit could happen to me it's a, a reality in my life uh another thing um uh, no offense to him but he lied he hasn't spent 50 years fighting for civil rights like mm-hmm. he he had a period of time when he was a, a student activist and shit but bernie sanders ain't passed no civil rights legislation since then like yep. what 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 do you know him for in congress he's an objector he's a uh you know he's a, a person that is a staunchly like 
so left that he can't concede anything to anyone but at the end of the day like his legislation is about the economy not civil rights you know like he's not trying to reform prisons he's not like he brought up this shit on his campaign but it's work he's never done which is which is fine that's what many many politicians do it but that still makes him just a regular ass politician so why people started breaking alliances over this dude just seemed ridiculous to me because essentially the objection was well he's just a regular ass politician and then people going no 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 he's fucking the greatest ever and like no he's he's really not he's just he's a politician like Clinton's a politician like all these motherfuckers are politicians which is fine because i'm going to vote for one of these politicians but keep in mind that your boy makes mistakes like everybody else makes mistakes and uh nah the response was different stage with presidential candidates but you weren't necessarily invited to be there what happened the program itself and the structure of the conference wasn't really lending itself to this very important conversation i came away with the impression that you know they have a lot of homework to do and i hope that they're ready to uh you know really sit down and listen and talk to these communities right and come up and build their platform with these communities they got a lot of homework to do but i i, I would challenge you and say you that's another thing they 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 got a lot of homework to do another like clearly these black people don't know they didn't do any research they don't know anything about this guy they wouldn't have been up there it's that kind of condescending shit so we're 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 clearly uninformed that's the only way to think that bernie sanders is not fucking jesus we've got a lot of homework to do so in how to do this in a way where you get people on your side like we spend all our time here on the young turks trying to uh, get people to understand one another and to bring these issues to life and and to talk about it in a way so that people understand how much black lives matter and how much they don't understand is happening to the black community. We had a, a former Baltimore police officer, Michael Wood, who said, did you think that blacks in this country have been lying for 100 years? Of course not. We've been abusing them for all this time. And he explained in detail how that abuse happens. We bring that to light. But it's one thing when you bring that to light. It's another thing when you smother out all other conversation. Bernie Sanders is not your enemy. I mean, if you think that Bernie Sanders hasn't done That's another thing. Uh, and this, and once again, I had to go back to the time. People were saying that this was about like making enemies or chastising your enemies. And it was a lot of like, why don't y'all go protest Trump and shit like that? Which eventually happened as well. And those people were beaten. You know, like the, the, the same guy you want to praise for his fucking trade uh or a job thing that same bigot is a guy that you you know told them to go protest and when those people were big were beaten it you still were more worried about hillary clinton's fucking emails like these are not this is one of the reasons why black people's perspectives and people of color's perspectives and lgbt people's perspectives via these podcasts and other media areas are so fucking important because a a person like this a podcast a, a show like this it'll rise to prominence and i'm not trying to knock the quality or any of that i'm mm-hmm. sure it's great mm-hmm. i'm sure they fucking inform people all kinds of shit it looks good but they can't know what they don't know right they he doesn't know anything about being black he doesn't know anything about um like just reading the article isn't the same the same way that i don't know anything about being lgbtq i only i can read an article i can say man i feel like that's wrong or unfair but if like uh when president obama got um 
protested against by that trans activist uh and it was the day that gay marriage marriage equality had passed right and i was like well that's what a protester has to do mm-hmm. and but i know that there's other people that uh would consider themselves liberal that i've seen say shit like well why she's interrupting the president i mean damn is is i mean ain't you happy it's marriage equality day and i'm like well she's talking about um how immigrants or not even immigrants yeah immigrants how they're latino immigrants or undocumented immigrants that are in america that are being locked up in these holding facilities some of them are trans and there's nowhere that there's no humane way that they're treating these people and they should be released since they're not even fucking like um criminals the crime is just like being here and shit um and and so i understand the role the role of that protester is to get their issue talked about and that means they're probably going to get kicked out um and i understand the role of the president the role of the president in that situation is to relay information that he wants to talk about so that person will probably be kicked out and then he'll probably go on with whatever the fuck he was talking about but that to me is something that has not been allowed to black lives matter and it definitely wasn't at the time so it was every time someone took the stage from bernie sanders hillary clinton um martin o'malley any of the republicans it was like what's wrong with these black people and why won't they just shut the fuck up so we can go about our political games and they don't see it as they don't see it as a life and death thing so that's the kind of privilege and smugness that you can have when you're not truly affected by these events these are theoretical academic matters for white people i mean well-meaning white people can be cool and all that shit but end of the day it is and you can either decide to be empathetic and listen to people and care or you can pull the listen we i mean you guys are stupid you guys just don't know who you're talking about you retreat back to whiteness he marched with king uh i mean you guys i mean clearly you you're just out there so that's kind of the difference uh and it's one that, and that's just one of the things um because they talked obviously they talked about this many times because black lives matter continued to come up um but they basically wrote out black lives matter for not being on bernie's dick you know and by and by black lives matter i should just say the black liberation movement and black people in general because a lot of black people had this issue with this dude where they were like why do you keep talking about the economy when we bring up race and shit like that you know yeah like i said before i continue to say i don't care how good the economy is if motherfuckers won't give me a job it don't fucking matter right i'm gonna have that moment i'm gonna take it away from bernie sanders i'm gonna take it away from martin o'malley i got no love for o'malley Okay, now let me give you the context of why people are upset when O'Malley said white lives matter and, and all lives matter. L. Joy Williams, who does a, a, a pop- uh, uh Well, anyway, love L. Joy Williams, but I don't plan the rest of this. Um, and then let's talk about, um, now that we're doing it, let's talk about Cold Pink, uh, how they covered that. Um, because uh, I think you'll see that it was, it was, it was treated differently it was you know yeah. it was seen as attacking the right people and mm-hmm. and and the right enemies and it was it was more like good for them as opposed to why are you disrupting and not giving them no moment and why you need to let people Benita answer Benjamin is the head of code pink they're uh, anti-war group and anyway but yeah it was seen more as uh in line because they were attacking quote unquote the right people in his mind you know and they're in favor of civil liberties they're obviously very progressive and they often do interesting protests uh they did a famous one where they went and called rumsfeld a war criminal 
as he was going to uh, some sort of event party and uh, everybody in uh, D.C. was amused and bemused by it, like, oh, look at those people correctly assessing that Donald Rumsfeld's a war criminal. Crazy. And so they often get dismissed because they do the one thing in Washington that's unacceptable. They are rude to other people in Washington. Now they're trying to represent the rest of the country and oftentimes the rest of the world in their protests, but of course, in Washington, no one gives a damn about that. So Medea Benjamin interrupted the president when he was giving his speech last week at the National Defense University. Now, for I would do it in a different way, but I'm not part of Code Pink. Now, I think she interrupted him a little too much so that it became to a point where he had trouble speaking. Now, I like that she's making her point forcefully. We live in a free country. and I w- He likes that she's making her point forcefully in this case. A little too much in this case right just i mean you can just peep the the just the the phrase phraseology and the tone of this is much more of a like supportive like oh no i get where y'all coming from and honestly you know uh and this is about the president too so this isn't president bush motherfucker this is obama so he didn't go but this person mostly on your side if you did your research you'd understand it wasn't any of that shit what a maybe counsel to do it once or twice and not maybe four times, right? But I'm not her, and at least she's getting her message out, and you can agree or disagree with it, but what's interesting is the media reaction. I'm not her, but at least she's getting her message out, and you can agree or disagree. That Does that sound like what we just played when St. Bernie got interrupted? Does it sound the same to you? What's the difference? I mean, it's a protester doing what a protester does, making a spectacle to shut down the discourse to draw to draw attention to their issue but somehow it's just not not as much animosity not as much condescension okay oh they can't stand her part of the reason is she's embarrassing them she's asking the questions or shouting the comments that the media should have been shouting for all these years through the bush administration obama administrations etc so she's going to go on with carol costello here at cnn so why aren't you talking about how the media does Black Lives Matter in that same segment about Bernie Sanders? Because Fox News that week was was shut was shitting on Black Lives Matter. Um, CNN for certainly was shitting on Black Lives Matter. Like everyone was shitting on them. Where's the art? Where's the interviews and all that shit then? Nah, y'all are doing the interviews, and, and maybe y'all felt embarrassed for them asking the questions y'all shouldn't have been asking that y'all should have been asking about these these people dying in the streets and dying in police custody and nobody giving a fuck and nobody having to have a plan or any even talk about it and they're supposed to be democrats and black people are supposed to support and vote for them so yeah man that's where that shit comes from um i'm not even playing the rest of this shit but yeah that's where it comes from nick um and there's more out there uh check out movie trailer reviews uh chris has uh all kinds i think he even has uh episodes about the young turks like in the title you can just see it so anyway you two have a great sunday also it's refreshing as fuck to have other black atheists sending out happiness to the universe i love the religious jokes partly because it's ridiculous and partly because i know how upset the uber religious can get over nothing lol peace poo poo in my pants p.s i do not know how i got that name on itunes but it's funny hearing rod said on saturdays thanks again for the insight and laughs yeah i mean i make jokes about religion and stuff because you know the one i know the most is christian and stuff and it's funny to me but uh at the same time i'm not doing it to try to make them mad mm-hmm. 
so i mean if people get mad it's on them i'm not like i'm not an angry atheist although i think um there's plenty of people with justifiably angry uh feelings towards religion and i'm not here to tell them not to be but right i personally am not angry and i think uh religion has done a lot of good in the world and a lot of good for people i just hate when people when it's misused and people do a lot of fucked up shit behind it too and i'm not gonna not talk about that just so everybody can be comfortable correct uh women be marching chell says hey karen rod i've commented before but this is my very first time emailing you can read it on the show or email back 100 cent up to you i'm a premium subscriber and i love you guys to death i pop up here and there rod pronounce my name like shells but it's chell oh chells like chelsea okay my bad dog i don't really care i let my third grade teacher pronounce my name as chelsea for about a whole school year i'm 26 so i'm one of your younger listeners and i'm guessing that i haven't been around long enough to become cynical or jaded when it comes to white feminism tm what i do know is that i want to get involved and i want to fight for the rights for the values that you and i and your audience share in regards to the women's march i went on the website it's officially promoting doing work for all women and especially women of color and so on the chair members are a very diverse group of women that's pretty much all i had to say i love you guys and karen's rants and i think you two are the bees knees and then some i just hope knowing the foundation of the women's march isn't all white will ease your minds and give you a little hope stay black and tipping with love and positive vibes <laughs> chelsea p.s criminals at work owe you money for that tangent it was everything oh and seriously whether you read this on the show or not so up to you oh no nah, i don't mind reading this we try to be transparent criminals, i like i love criminal roger got me on that it's good yeah and as far as um the march stuff like i said even i know the original idea was a white woman's idea because they called it the million women's march um and then they went out and got some black people that organize it and i don't a brown black and brown women that organize it i don't feel any animosity towards those organizers Mm -mm. i really don't like i said we'll see you know you're 26 that's a great time to be hopeful you know what i mean and uh i'm 38 so i'm a little less hopeful and a little more cynical and stuff like that but it takes people that believe we can change in order for us to get change right um that's why all the all the best uh the activists that have created the most change are almost always young people yes sir you know and they always pay the cost for it the most but yeah so i I, yeah i'm i don't have as much of a problem with the march Mm -mm. as um as you probably think but at the same time i you know I'm not required to to join in or support it, so I can just sit on the sidelines and hope that I just hope it works out, you know. Me also. Uh Brandon says, "Love you guys." Uh I just I'm just writing in to tell you both I love reading the re- I love everything about you. Don't mind the spelling mistakes cuz I've been drinking don't judge you both got me through my long nights at work i worked third shift at pretty much an all-white machine shop and it's hell listening to all the stupid people it was depressing tonight trump took office because everyone came in with their chest poked out on 100 look at me look boy we won all i could do is laugh and think to myself just wait till trump fucks you over and i'll be just sitting here with a kool-aid smile on my face mm-hmm. i'm in an interracial relationship and this show has opened my soon-to-be wife eyes wife's eyes 
i've gotten her to listen to some of the podcasts you guys put out on the weekends when we're just sitting at home relaxing she's like those two sound like your family from south carolina she even gets a kick out of the white people news because she can relate to that bullshit i find myself at work at 3 a.m just smiling and laughing to you guys every night and everyone's wondering what i'm listening to i had to delete a high school friend over the whole black lives matter thing because he was throwing the whole blue lives matter thing around but didn't say shit or change his profile to a blue line when it was some black cops that got shot oh damn that's that's levels of fucked up Woo! yeah i can see how you had to lose that motherfucker damn oh black cops got shot <clears throat> Welp. uh i'm running out of things to say but you know you guys touch a lot more people than you think also i got some black power t-shirts that say nah harry tubman and we out nat turner you should see the looks i get when i wear them much love brandon sorrell from ohio yeah i got the uh we out harriet tubman and nah rosa park shirt so uh i don't have a nat turner one now now i'm like i'm scared to wear that i'm glad i ain't get it somebody said you should put the movie no 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 that's like the real one not not the fake one that was on the movies (laughs) i don't even know what nat shit says at this point so uh anyway hey uh gail writes saying hey word up uh hey word up y'all it's gail marie uh i left your review on itunes back at episode 1216 excuse me young uh as marikani but this is my first time writing in summary got here from twib queer woman of color neighbor in charlotte hey hey baby uh i wanted to see i wanted to say how much it made my whole damn week when rod picked hot in her for the upfront i about choked on my soda i'm only a couple years younger than y'all 35 and when that song starts playing in my head i can't stop humming it for days which is really inappropriate because i work with children oh yeah <laughs> I, just, I could understand that i'm about to buy for my phone and i blame you you know what nelly needs the money come on so help that brother out mm-hmm. i also wanted to thank Anybody you for Air force ones mm-hmm. no no he need to pay back the tax man before he get oh, any air force my, ones my bad my bad my bad <coughs> priorities karen I also wanted to thank you for an opportunity i recently had to educate my partner they're white and australian and we were listening to the show while i was visiting them back in november they felt some kind of way about playing against the race so they asked me to explain the object of the game to kind of understand their own discomfort and i said it's basically about a fun opportunity to examine your own racial biases while acknowledging you have um you have them as anybody's likely to get uh after that they were able to relax and enjoy the game and it really cracked me up that their guessing trend became apparent the more violent and awful the crime the more likely they would guess was to be a fellow white person did it <laughs> that is true uh yeah i love guess the race man it's such a litmus test right because the other thing i like about guess the race is when people with something's overtly obvious but people don't want to be considered bad people so they guess some shit and you're like motherfucker you know you know what it was it's like you know we'll have guests and sometimes it's like i don't want to say black they're gonna get mad because they just are so worried that we're gonna be like motherfucker how could you damn but it's guess the race that's the game we all play it man i can't even remember there was some we were watching the news and there was some shit that somebody did and as soon as they said it me and karen just started laughing because it was just like we both were thinking the same shit was like that's a white person though please let it be a black person or whatever it was we were just like thinking please let it be this or whatever everyone plays a game yes so. they do 
anyways every episode this week has been a delight the rare occasion when something positive comes up for lgbtq plus news is always a highlight my people can't get a break it seems and you are much needed source of information and levity in these dark days of agent orange and the orwell administration keep doing what you're doing love y'all oh thank thank you, you baby appreciate you gail marie um monica wrote in hi rod and karen uh thank you for making me laugh throughout the week as the week has wound down it's getting harder to do that but i appreciate your podcast so much they really all like medicine i'm pretty sad right now because the state of our country the u.s of ugh but uh Ah! that sounds like uh what we gonna call it if uh brady wins the championship the u.s of ugs Mm but i didn't want to go to bed without saying i love you and appreciate all the work you put in for us your listeners love monica p.s karen laughing at rod's terrible puns giving me so much joy thank you thank you uh and lastly tara writes in hi rod and karen thanks for another great week of shows i love the new show this too much and the new segment that shall man i attended the women's march in dc last week and i thought i had a great time i mean and though i had a great time i thought i had a great time i bet and though i had a great time i had a feeling that not all the women who marched were for clinton i'm sure a lot of those women were cool with trump until they realized they were going to be affected by his policies too mm-hmm. with that said i hope people are really commit committed to resisting against this presidency and never normalize it yeah me too man especially like some of this shit they're not gonna be able to avoid this abortion shit and stuff like there's a lot of people that they really fell into this like i'm gonna get them for making me feel bad for eight years and now they're like whoops you know but that's how it always is to be honest uh i never want to get to the point that i'm desensitized by the actions of the new administration none of this is normal and even though i'm not muslim i'm not a fool to look away from the injustice against them because right. i know we're next injustice against them is injustice against everything america claims to stand for right people came to this country because of religious persecution is how they like to spin it and yet here we are <laughs> you know what i mean you know the scariest thing about this is we weren't even attacked you know like not that it was ever okay but during pearl harbor there was at least an attack to oh we gotta round up these japanese people and shit like this is just fucked up but yeah yeah but this is just i'm it's nothing nothing had to happen it just was white people are scared a black person was put in charge and scared white people are the most dangerous people on the earth come on um anyway uh lord i miss the obamas i hope everyone who cast that dumb dumbass protest vote feels good about themselves because a lot of people are gonna get hurt and this is only beginning yeah man i uh oh this is tr okay yeah thank uh thank you tr and uh yeah i i feel you on that man i'm i'm really trying to stay consistent and make sure that people understand that for the most part it really didn't matter how especially black people voted um this was going to happen in the way that it happened for the most part um i know it really came down to seventy-seven thousand votes in uh some key states but uh for the most part I, I i do want people to understand that i don't blame any black person for this shit you know unless you like straight up voted for trump i don't know how we just did not have the numbers to shift this election um with the people that came out unless you want to say well more people should have voted but then even then i i don't feel that we should have a undue burden to vote in higher numbers especially when our votes are specifically being suppressed so i do 
want to make that clear and i have to try to remember that because i do get so angry at you know black people that didn't feel the urgency until now right and i do have a hard time respecting people's opinions that just they were wrong to me like you know when you see mark lamont hill say you know like it'll, it'll be good if trump wins when you see uh sean king say it's you know two sides of the same coin like i i don't i don't i feel like they downplayed the dangerousness of this man yes they did and every time he does something i get more and more upset at that sort of attitude Mm -hmm. you know of continually raising the bar for one candidate and then sort of downplaying the dangerousness of the other but uh even with that said there you know colin kaepernick's like i'm you know i they both the same to me and i ain't voting like i don't agree with it i think it's fucked up even i think the logic's fucked up but he has the right to do whatever he wants with his vote and i i still feel the same way i felt the day after the election or the day before the election we'll get the candidate we deserve and maybe this is what america deserves we're we're not better than this you know what i mean we're not he's not some it's more embarrassing that your family drama's on the streets than it is that your family got trauma let's put it that way like more people are more upset that everybody knows how fucked up our country is now as opposed to when it was kind of secret because we were able to have a very consummate professional president that was an international star and diplomat as opposed to what we have now like we could cover up the mess because for at least six years republicans were winning via elections in states and and, and local jurisdictions so we can't pretend that this isn't the country so Mm-mm, and that's why all the side when the olympics come and niggas go other places and start talking about political shit people here flip a fucking food because they don't want you to publicly talk about the shit here yeah um so yeah that's how i feel about it and yeah i'm you know we got to get through it together guys all right it's time to give away some calendars all right guys i know that's what y'all really here for i know that's what y'all been waiting for and i understand that you know i ain't mad at y'all but it's time to give away some calendars guys all right um so let me see how many we got all right let's see one two three four five then we got six one two three four five six yeah we got six all right so we'll do some uh music trivia and then some movie quote trivia stuff yep all right cool what do we want to do first music trivia or the, or the um or the, the movie stuff what do you want to do do movie first like we did last time all right guys i hope you guys are ready to get your guesses on now for the movie stuff all we or it could be a movie it might be a tv show it could be a lot of stuff it might just be a person during an interview what we need is like so if it's an interview give us the name of the person that got interviewed if it like if it's a movie give us the name of the movie if it's a tv show give us the name of the tv show uh i think you guys you know i think you guys got it all right so uh all right here is um how many we got six six all right uh now what happens is when you win first person get it right wins put your email address in the chat then email us the blackout tips at gmail.com and email us your mailing address 
we will take that mailing address put it on the envelope send this shit out we're gonna try to send it out uh hopefully by monday because i think the post office is closed now yeah so we'll send it out by monday uh but just like i said give us the movie give us whatever put your email address in when you win and then uh email us your address all right so here we go um how about uh let's see how about um this where's this from what movie damn that is what's up she got that so quick my god soon as she heard that sad black horn laquita bonita was like mm-hmm you good uh yeah put your email address and you can only win one calendar okay guys so just for the record once you win you done all right so put your email address in the chat and then email us the blackout tips at gmail.com mm-hmm. and we'll make sure that you get your uh prize give me your email address baby all right so uh let me know when she gets that in there and we'll work on that so laquita got the first one um so all right let's uh (laughs) say every time i hope for a different ending for ricky all right (laughs) all right let's do another one guys uh how about um here's one what's this from are you cheating now What's up, girl? Uh, I'm sucking dick right now. Let me call you right back. <laughs> All right. This, I don't see anybody in the chat. They must not. Oh, Bree knew it. Hook is at the point. It was uh, from the HBO's own series, Hookers at the Point. Bree, put your email address in the chat, and I will. You got yourself a, a glorious. Rod and Karen, the Blackout Tips calendar, dog. You, you, you win. Look at this. Look at this. I got my mama. You know, we're gonna be all up on your walls, to the windows, to the walls. What I say? Oh, sorry. Sometimes Siri just be going on her own shit. Uh, but uh, cool. All right, let's go to the next one. So I was about to say hose. Oh. <laughs> Oh, remember that show, Hoes? Oh, it was so good. Oh, short-lived series, but just one of the best on TV. All right, here goes the next one. Let's see. How about, um, uh, see, how about, uh, mm-mm-mm. all right, what about this one? I am sick of hearing these bullshit Superman stories about the Wassa legendary Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth. Be touched. Catches bullets mm. with his teeth. Nigga, please. Oh, Be touched got that one first. Uh, Last Dragon is what that was. Uh, so, good job, buddy. Give me your email address, baby. Put your email address in there. Make sure make sure you email us. The blackout tips at gmail.com. The sooner you email us, the sooner you get your stuff. So, yeah, hopefully everybody can email us today. We can print this out, 
package it up and be at the post office on monday morning getting you your shit yeah you going to uh switch it over yep time to switch over to um to music guys now uh i don't know how old everybody is but you know i'm I'm looking at 90s one hit wonders okay guys let's let's do this um all right he put his email in there all right cool Mm -hmm. all right here's the first one guys i need now for this i need the name of the song and and the artist okay Mm -hmm. can't just do the name of the song can't just do the artist i need both all right here we go KP came in too early with 702 shorty swing my way but the correct answer is actually swing my way by KP and Envy and Black Iron Man got that so Black Iron Man we gonna need you to put that uh put that email address in there wait do I have an extra calendar what did I do hold on how many uh email addresses you got down this would be, this would be the fourth one okay alright one two three all right this will be the fourth one no this actually will be the fifth one okay this will be the fifth one okay cool we on track we on track so we got two more after this mm-hmm. all right all right so put your email address in okay he did he did all right mm-hmm. thank you let's go to the next one guys all right uh keep it keep it in uh you know what let's let's try something should i do something newer yeah all right all right i'll do something newer guys let me see how about um no 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 you know what no i'm keeping it old school we don't if you if you i'm sorry if you're young you just ain't gonna know these songs uh <laughs> i'll do a new song for the last one all right uh all right how about this one What we gonna do now is go back. Oh, Reggie T. Move your body, now do it. Here is something. That's gonna make you moving new. Hey DJ, keep playing that song all night, on and on and on. All right, uh, yep, uh, Reggie T, you got it right. Zane, uh, Zane, hey Mr. D, DG. No, I'm just kidding. Hey Mr. DJ, you got it right, buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh man, you know what? Let's do another old school one, guys. This is for uh, all the marbles, okay? Yeah. So I say we you gotta get two right to get this one, okay? Or, or did you wanna go into this or no? Into what? Into this bucket down here. No. No, okay. no this is only for calendars, Karen. 
okay we're gonna get the year started right uh, all black guy who tips yeah mm. cool looking at these pictures look at all this melanin in this one mm. yeah. coco cutie mm-hmm uh the calendar is great y'all all right so here we go you gotta get two okay you gotta get two everybody you have to work a little hard gotta work this. hard for this one okay guys give everybody a chance all right so uh here's the first one two years ago promises is all i heard oh right here wait a minute let me finish Two years ago, <coughs> promises is all I heard out of your mouth. And now you wanna walk away, boy. All right, uh, looks like Byron got it first. Uh, Sparkle, be careful. <laughs> DV Trail said R. Kelly Sparkle when a woman's fed up. What do you say, Karen? Go ahead. All right, yeah. So, so who, who won? It was Byron uh, Taylor. Byron Tyler. Byron T. All right, so that's one for him because you said with this one you have Yeah, to you got to get two. both. So, Byron T, that's no, he got one. And now we're going to go to the next one, all right? Just for the last count, you got to get two songs. Got to get two right. Name and artist. Here we go. is not playing with y'all yes he did not come to play no games that's what i'm talking about he came from the bleachers like nope oh y'all wrong where my 90s r&b niggas at uh yeah it was uh it was uncle sam don't ever want to see you again uh great job byron man and that was after somebody guessed boys the men make love to you and gil guessed into the road without even saying who the artist was so he was gonna lose no matter what <laughs> Byron, you did it, man. Put your email address in the chat. Uh, you can now spend every month looking at our faces, okay? You lucky son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Make sure you check us out. We'll be back tomorrow. The Blackout Tips Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, really looking forward to the year 2017. And, you know, this is a long episode, but we went into answer some questions about the young turks and all that shit and women's march and all that kind of good stuff man thank you so much we got the best fans in the world we do thank you so much for everybody that won email us the quicker you email us the quicker you get your your stuff it's the black tips at gmail.com there you go all right guys we'll be back next time until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.